speed's what we need. We need greasy, fast speed. Yo, man, what's good? Thanks for mobbing us with us once again. Of course, this is the Rambling Mob Podcast. Of course, we're going to talk about all kinds of things, man. Last week, we had our first guest, and <laughs> back-to-back, man, back-to-back shows, we got our second guest here. Of course, you already know me. My name's David. Yes, sir, and this and is Brian. Of course, Mr. All-Rounds Boxing. Yes, sir. And um, we got our special guest, man. Let's go ahead and... Uh, Get him introduced. Yes, sir. Go ahead and introduce yourself, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, I want to thank y'all for having me. Uh, you know, my name is no Benjamin. Problem, no problem. Yeah. Benjamin Gurmet from Fort Worth, Texas, you know, a professional boxer. 3-0, and two knockouts. So, you know. Yeah. And when, well, tell us the gym that you fight out of. Yeah, so I fight out of uh, FAG right here in Fort Worth, uh, West Fort Worth, so White Settlement area. So right, right down the street. Oh, yeah, right <laughs> down the street. All right, man. So uh, you said 3-0, and you know. Um, um, what got you into boxing? What made you started wanting to box? How long have you been boxing? Uh, you know, actually, I'm a late bloomer. You know, I started at 15, 16-ish. Um, I had a cousin who was boxing, and uh, I had my close friend, Kiko. We all were like, hey, let's just, you know, let's go to the gym and get in it. Yeah. And uh, I'm the only one who stuck with it. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been boxing since around, it was about 09. Okay. But I took a little break whenever I went to the military, so I did about four years in the service. Okay. Didn't do no boxing at all. Got out in March, 1st of April, I was in a gym. So Was S- uh, FHG was the first one you joined, or was it a different one? No, no. So actually, when I, when I, when I came home from the service, uh, I started at a gym called The Hill Boxing. It okay. was right there in Diamond Hill. Yeah, of North course. <laughs> of yeah, course. Yeah. The Hill. <laughs> so I was there for a few years. So about two and a half years, I was with... Um, Coach uh, Jose Castillo, who's a good friend of mine still. Um, and then uh, what a lot of people don't know is uh, Coach Ray Ray f- from my head coach right now. He's actually my cousin. Well, yeah, we, yeah. You know, we're related. Um, I he, always he, wondered I always wondered how it was because he always says family or whatever. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I wonder how they so, were related. You know, he's married <laughs> and he, my cousin is his wife. So um, he would always be like, hey, you know, come see me, come see me. Uh, finally, I did, you know. It was 2017. I went to go finally see him, you know, and we haven't left since. Exactly. Yeah, I love that gym, man. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I go there for training with Tony. I go there. I mean, I see you in there, uh, Eddie in there. You know, all y'all guys, y'all show me love. So I mean, I appreciate that. Y'all started following the page and everything. Started oh, yeah, fucking yeah, with definitely. the page. So yeah. I really appreciate that. Um, right, just for the people who do, who are, who are listening, who do listen to this podcast, um, who's Tony? Tony Lopez. He's a pro- professional boxer as well out of FHG as well. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, you've been boxing, you said, since the age of 15? Yes. Yeah, uh, 15, 16. was around there. When did you, when'd you turn pro? How many... Well, back up. How many amateur fights did you have? <laughs> Actually, that's funny, you know, because, like I said, uh, I've been boxing since 09. I've had... I only have 15 amateur fights. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I was fighting once every two years or something. Like, if, if you do the well, math like that, you know, damn. so... Um, <laughs> So how old are you? I'll be 29 next month. Oh, okay. Yeah, so July 16th, you know, I'll be turning 29. Okay. Yeah, so uh, 15 amateur fights, and it's split. You know, I think eight and seven, I want to say. Um, I went. I would turn pro in 2019. Okay. June of 2019, I, I, tur- I turned pro. You know, I fought here in uh, Fort Worth, and uh, my first pro fight, I got the knockout in the second round. Okay. Do you always go for the knockout, or do you just see if you could get it? 
No, I, I see if I can get it. You know, I, I don't I don't go in thinking I'm gonna get the knockout, but once I see it, uh, once I see the opening, I'm definitely taking it. Yeah, and then you, your last fight was um, what was it, May twentieth, 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 twenty first, something like that. Yeah, twentieth. Yeah, um, and you won that. Did it go all rounds, or did you? Um... Yeah, no, we definitely went the distance. You know, um, that fight it was a, a tough fight, and it was um, a last minute fight, which was crazy. You know, we had a couple guys back out on us, yeah, and it was kind of frustrating. It was kind of you know getting to me, and we had a guy, uh, Danny Daniel Bailey. You know, um, he was he was on the card scheduled to fight with somebody else, and they ended up having to scratch that. Uh, to to have him fight me and uh, you know it was it was a tough fight you know we went the distance uh, I definitely wanted the knockout yeah. um, but he was a tough dude yeah yeah well see what's crazy about that is I actually body sparred him before oh yeah me and <laughs> Tony put me in there with him I was like dog like come on now <laughs> <laughs> I mean because he's a he's a, he's a he's a he's a southpaw and yeah yeah yep. Tony, every time Tony's training me like. He he doesn't go into Southpaw or anything like that until oh, like the last round, so yeah. I'm not really used, used to, to it. it yep. But I mean, should he? He was a uh, he. He's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he's a pretty good, soft, uh, tough, solid dude. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like he's a big 140, and uh, I I definitely see that that night. You know what I mean? Because okay. he was definitely taking some big shots. Yeah, yeah, and so he he still fights out of the gym, right? Or does he? Yeah, yeah, no, no, he's still uh, with it. You okay, know, he's still. Yeah, because I didn't know how that worked because I seen. Um, What's his name? I don't remember, but he goes to he goes with Coach Ray sometimes whenever they go out to. Oh yeah, yeah, like, Nate, Big yeah, Nate. Yeah, no, no, no. The what's uh, oh Stephen? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Coach Stephen. Yeah, yeah. I seen that he was in his corner. I was like, man, that I was like, and he looks familiar. I was like, damn, that's, that's, <laughs> they they fight out the same gym. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We kind of fight out the same gym, you know, which that's, it made it kind of difficult. Kind of put a little bit, I would say, different pressure on it. You know yeah. what I mean? So. But it was definitely good, you know, and I appreciate him taking the fight. Yeah, for sure. And you said you're in the 140 division? Yeah, yeah. So I campaigned at 140. Okay. Do you plan on moving up? No, actually, I feel comfortable right here at 140. Um, I, I plan to stay here as long as I can, you know what I mean? That's good. Um, what else? What are your future plans? Like, how many how many uh, fights would you like to, you know, get in before you, I guess, call it a your last hoorah? I guess, hoorah, right? yeah. Yeah, I know with me being 29 this year, you know, it definitely has me thinking, you know. I, but I feel great, you know, as far as physique-wise, uh, physical, you know, I feel good mentally. Um, but, shit, you know, I plan to keep fighting as much as I can. <laughs> yeah, I, and you do the personal training as well, too. Yeah, yeah, on the so side. I, yep, I do offer personal training as well. Yeah, so if y'all ever need any personal training, you know, hit up hit up the homie Ben, and he'll get you right, get your hands right. Yep, at Bub Del Rey on the Instagram, I got you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you can't fuck with me, though. Not you, but I'm talking about <laughs> hey, not any, anybody that's training with him, you can't fuck with me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, that's cool, man. Um, so you fight Southpaw? Yeah, yeah, I'm naturally a left-handed guy, and I fight southpaw. Okay, and you saying you you are 29, and you know you do plan on fighting for as long as you can. But I mean, I mean, how many fights are they? I mean, are you getting booked? I mean, I'm not really into the boxing as far as like the the works and how it works. But um, you know, how many fights are you getting a year, or how many would you want to get a year, and things like this? Yeah, so we started off pretty good. You know, like I said, I fought my first pro fight June 20 uh, June of 2019. You know, and I fought, and then. I fought in um, October, and we were getting ready to fight in December. And then 
2020, you know, was just a rough year for everybody. Yeah, everybody. Everyone. Yeah. So yeah, then 2020, that, I remember going to your fight at a... Uh, yep, when I fought in February. Yeah. At, uh, Southern Junction, I fought uh, Jordan yeah. Jones. Yeah. You know. Which, I think you won that fight. You and 90% <laughs> of the people there. You know? Yeah, you definitely won that fight. That motherfucker was thinking he won. He didn't win. No, he definitely didn't win. You know, <laughs> that, that, that pressure, once I turned it on and that pressure coming, you yeah. know, these guys are on the back pedal. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, so 2020 was a really slow year for us. Um... But shit, we're back at it, and hopefully I can, get, you know, we got some news coming soon, so I'll get another fight, and then staying active, you know, maybe three more by the end of the year. Yeah, that'll um, be good. Yeah, yeah. So at least four or five a year, you know. So there, so there is a fight in the works pretty soon. Or yeah, yeah. We to definitely, be? Okay. we definitely have a fight in the works. You know, I can't really say too much, yeah, but it's yeah. gonna be, um, it's gonna be a big show, and it's gonna be nice. You That's know awesome, I mean? man. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, well, um, I got some personal, uh, some personal questions. Um, what do you get out of fighting, man? Like, I mean, what's the what's the rush? Like, I mean, what what makes you enjoy fighting? Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, <laughs> honestly, you know, you know, I grew up I grew up playing sports. You know, I grew up in uh, football. You know, messing around with uh, my. Are you from Fort Worth? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. from Fort Worth, so I grew up in Diamond Hill, Fort Worth. Oh, so you went yeah, to Diamond yeah. Hill High School? Yeah, yeah. Is that, uh, is that the okay. reason of your nickname? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. with that one too, it, it goes way back. Um, you know, I, I represent Diamond Hill, you know. Uh, to the fullest. Um, to the fullest, yeah, you can say that. But, you know, when I first was getting ready to turn pro, everybody has a name. Speaking to the microphone. Oh, everybody has a name. And um, at the gym, everybody's like, man, we need we need, to, we need, to call you something, you know. We need to call you something. <laughs> everybody uh, was thinking of names, thinking of names for like a week or two. And then finally, Coach Ray was like, I got one. The Hill. And I'm like, yeah, that fits. Because there's a picture of me when I was – Eight years old, my older cousin put the heel on my stomach like a tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I got family in Northside Dumb Hair area, so oh, I, nice. I completely understand how that how your upbringing <laughs> was. Man, so I know all about it. Yeah, so I mean. That's just been the name since. So, you know, you go on to Diamond Hill, man. Uh, do you get a lot of fights over there in Diamond Hill? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, it's a tough, rough neighborhood. You it know, definitely is. We grew is. up, we grew yeah. up uh, everybody just messing around, you know, yeah. street boxing and oh, stuff. Yeah, of course. So that kind of was... Um, Kind of a jump start. Yeah, yeah. jump started me. Um, like I said, uh, me and my cousin, we were always messing around, and he, he got into the gym at the Diamond Hill Rec. They have yeah, a, yeah. Uh, a boxing center as well. So we all started there, and it's been you know, going so good. So it's, it's kind of like one of them things that kind of helped you keep like stay out of trouble and yeah, things like yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. it, I stayed in the gym and stayed off the streets, and, yeah. you know. and You know, that happens to a lot of fighters, man. I mean, it, that, it, that's, it does. That's it's almost, big, you know, like. That's the story. Every story, you know, yeah, that's that's, the same story. it's it's a good backstory. Though. It really yeah, is. Exactly. It's great because it, it kind of shows you the struggle that you came in and, and your your kind of background, your up, your upbringing, and that's what's molding you into this this fighter, man. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. That, that's that's real good, man. Um, well, do you have anything else to ask him? Uh, shit, I did have a question. I never <laughs> got it. Well, um, what do you like training at this at this gym? You know, um, man. Um, honestly, everything. The morale there is just you know. You know, the camaraderie, I guess you could say. You know, everybody, we're all brothers, you know, we're all there. We're all there for the same thing. You know, we, we, we want to be the best and we want to make it, but we're all helping each other. You know, like I said, uh, Brian said, we have a lot of great fighters, you know, mm -hmm. Tony Lopez, Edward Vasquez, John Vera, Clay Burns. You know, we, yeah. we have a lot of, t our stable is pretty good. That's so. the house of the pros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. So I, w I would say the morale, you know, it's just 
You going to the gym, you know? You like you like um you like picking up things and learning things from these 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 profiles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, some of these guys, you know, have twenty plus years in the game. You know, as me, I got ten years, and they're ars- they're pulling stuff out of their arsenal that I'm like, dang, I'm definitely gonna take note. Yeah, of that. You know absolutely. I mean? Yeah, I'm gonna borrow that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's been really well. You know, like I said, since 2017, I just. I don't plan on leaving this gym, you know. Yeah, I hear you, man. I hear you, man. And plus, it's a good workout, staying like, like oh, yeah, yeah. staying fit, like staying you said. Fit, hell yeah. of a fucking workout. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, they're intense. Six days, we're in the gym six days a week. Oh, See, I need so. the thing is, I need to do. I need just need to cut down nah, the food. <laughs> That's the hard part. I could I could do boxing all day. I mean, shit, I love boxing, but. The eating part. The eating, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's hard for me, too, you know. I'll, yeah. I'll sit there and eat a burger or a pizza, you know. I'm like, dang. I <laughs> really just just thinking it. about it every yeah. bite, like, oh, like, this is bad. Like, dang, that's another mile. I'm yeah, <laughs> absolutely, man. Uh, man, I lift weights a little bit. I just cardio and everything else, man. I don't know. I just. Oh, it's, 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 that's how you lose a, weight, though, is by doing the weight. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it clearly ain't working for me. I guess I ain't lifting enough. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah, man, I mean, I'm glad to have you on the show. Um, for sure. We will keep y'all updated on his fight as well. You know, Absolutely. support him. Absolutely. Follow our page. We'll, we'll go ahead and put out everything else out. You know, follow his page as well. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly, yep. Um, but, man, we're going to go ahead and get started, man. Go right into this this um, this episode. And, of course, man, because of boxing, like I said last week uh, or the week before, every week since, um, I always want to start off talking about boxing. Just a little bit about boxing because my man all around boxing here. You know, so we're going to try to keep – Boxing pretty much heavy in the beginning of each each episode, and uh, of course we're gonna start off with um, I want to say I guess we want, we we'll go with the one that that ended quick um, round four and yes. round four on Showtime uh, Donaire Donito Donaire man the and I said he was gonna win he did he did <laughs> I swore I thought you said it was a knockout but I guess I was wrong <laughs> I should uh, I could have said it who knows uh, but he was fighting uh, Ubali. Uh, I forgot his first name, but I don't even know if I'm pronouncing his last name correctly. But uh, Nonito Donaire, man, again, I remember watching him growing up and um, you cold know, motherfucker. Seeing oh, him, yeah, you know, there. you can never count him. Yeah, yeah, he was like the next Pacquiao coming up, man. He yep. was, he was, a, he was a nightmare. Um, he finally gets his redemption, man, mm-hmm. uh, from being knocked out uh, a while back and uh, pretty much climbing his way all the way back to the top. He finally gets a belt back into his hands, um, you know. I think it was a what fourth fourth, fourth round, round. Yeah, knockout. fourth round knockout. I think he knocked him down in the third round, like towards the end of the round, right? Yeah, I want to say so. Yeah. And then the fourth round is whenever he fucking just finished, finished him. him off. <laughs> he just finished <laughs> him off. <laughs> well, man. Um, yeah. Man, I mean, shout outs to Donaire, man. I mean, like I said, uh, I remember watching him growing up, and he's a great fighter. Yeah. Um, I mean, he is getting up there in age, so you know who knows what's next in line for him. But I, I'm, I don't I'm excited. think. I think. With the whole age thing, it, I don't think it matters how old you are because as long as you, you know... You're eat, productive. Yeah, yeah, eat, sleep, and breathe boxing. Like, it doesn't matter how old you are. Yeah, of course, your age will somewhat affect you, but if that's all you're doing constantly every single day, I think no matter what, whoever's put in front of you, you will still give up a good test no yeah. matter who oh, it yeah. is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially because he has a title now. So yeah. now he's going to have people kind of going after him. Yep. Um, for that or wanting that belt, and especially getting a chance to you know fight a legend like Donaire, um, yeah, I think it'll sure. be it'll be good for anybody's um, you know resume. Mm-hmm. But going right into it, man, twenty two years old versus thirty five year old, um, Devin Haney versus uh, Jorge Linares, and uh, Devin Haney he's now twenty six and zero with fifteen KOs, 
Adlin Norris is 47 and 6 with 29 KOs. Of course, man, that was a great fight. Hell of a fight. Hell of a fight. Hell and of I was fight. I was wrong on that because I said it was gonna be a boring fight, but Haney was gonna win. Yeah. So let me let me let me ask you this, because we were talking about the whole age thing on the last episode <laughs> and how some fighters, yeah. you know. Um what do you think about Linares, man? He came out. Uh, did he prove you wrong? Did he kind of get you to where you maybe you kind of you know were surprised on his performance? I wasn't surprised. I mean, I expected that from Linares. It's just <clears throat> his age or anything didn't surprise me. I, I just Haney doesn't have enough power. Is my right. thing. Yep. If he would have been in there with like a Tiafima Lopez or a fucking Ryan Garcia, I think they would have knocked him out. Okay. That's just my opinion. Okay. And of course Tank Davis, but Tank's fucking jumping around that weight class. He's not fighting anybody in that specific weight class for whatever reason, which is beyond crazy to me. Um, but his age being however old you said how old did you say what? Uh who Lenar's thirty five. Yeah. I mean thirty five, like I said, I don't think it No, played. it's not really old. I mean it's yeah. not it's not too old. Yeah, I mean that's how old you are, right? <laughs> <laughs> But I'll probably get my ass whooped by Lenario, so. Shit, so you got your ass whooped by the punching bag whenever we were at the house. I almost broke my wrist, bro. Yeah, man. That shit was hurt like two weeks. <laughs> I was drunk, though. I guess that's ah, okay, not we'll really that. still, we'll yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Um, so, Ben, what, what did you think about that fight, man? Do you, I mean, were you surprised? I know, do you agree with kind of what Brian was kind of no, talking actually, about? No, actually, you know, um, going into it, I kind of wanted Lenardo to win. You know, I yeah. was kind of wanted that upset, you know, the underdog. Yeah. Cause you you can't count him out, Lenardo's. Cause you know he, he he's good. You know he's yeah, a yeah. What, two two time three time world champion. Oh yeah. Yep. Um. So I just thought he uh, should have thrown more bun- uh, punches. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, the combinations that he were throwing, they were landing. You know. And, and yeah. Like, and we saw that. You know, especially in the tenth round. You know, he threw <laughs> the combination oh, yeah. and, and stumbled him. Yeah. And then so, fucking made him walk to the yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and then yeah, exported him to his corner. But I. I really wanted him to throw a little bit more punches and bunches. You know what I mean? Yeah, Set yeah, those sure. combinations up. Danny did. Uh, Devin Haney did really well with uh, setting up everything with the jab. You know, he jab upstairs and jab to the body. Yeah, and he did really well with uh, keeping Lenatus out. But I just felt like Lenatus should have uh, definitely applied a little bit more pressure. Yeah, I think he should have applied the same amount of pressure whenever he was fighting Lomachenko. If he would have did yep. that, then it would have been. I think it probably could have been a different outcome. Yeah, definitely. Just because, like I said. Um, Devin Haney doesn't have enough power, in my opinion. No, yeah, because, I mean, Lenata's kind of just basically stood there and walked right through those punches. You know, Devin Haney threw some big punches. And then in round 11, it pissed me off. I mean, I know it's part of boxing, but this motherfucker, Devin Haney, was literally hugging the entire round. Yes, no, yeah, for the whole three minutes. And there was literally one point when the ref broke him, and all of a sudden he just stepped in with a hug. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you, so you, as, do that. You, you as a boxer, <laughs> if somebody does that to you, like, do you get frustrated to where you're like, God damn, get the fuck off me? And then do you get, do you let your anger get uh, the best of you to where you want to knock him out just so you can be like, yo, get the fuck off me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> you know, especially let's go back to my uh, last fight of 2020. You know, when I fought Jordan Jones, I felt like he was grabbing a lot. You know, <laughs> yeah, he was. And he kind of, it was frustrating. At one point, you know, I, I got mad and I, I tried to go for the knockout. Yep. Um, I think you yeah. stumbled him. I think I think I remember you stumbled him. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I definitely know he felt the power. Um, yeah. But, you know, whenever a fighter is grabbing like that, it, it does frustrate you, you know, And you, but you just got to keep your composure and just wait on it. You know, that, that punch is going to happen. And I just think Lenata has uh, waited a little bit too much. Yeah, for sure. But 
like I said, it was a hell of a fight, oh, but yeah. majority oh, yeah. of the rounds definitely did go to Haney. Oh, yeah, yeah. He um, controlled, I would say he controlled the majority, seven, eight rounds, you know? Yeah, for sure. I seen somebody, I think somebody said that it was a robbery. I was like, man, y'all motherfuckers don't know what the fuck y'all are talking about. Seven Haney was boxing beautiful the first Yeah, you know? for sure. He was boxing uh, flawless. I mean, he was great, but uh, where do you see him? Um, I guess in the in the four top guys, you got Teofimo Lopez, Tank, Ryan Garcia, and Devin Haney. Honestly, I, I would I would see him number four. I would go with what you had, you know, um, Teofimo Lopez. I might put Ryan Garcia in front of uh, Tank Loma. Oh, no, in front of uh, Loma right now. Uh, well, see, I don't. I didn't name Loma because. Oh yeah, yeah, he's he's yeah. So uh, okay, one. yeah, yeah. So we got Teofimo <laughs> Lopez. I would go Tank, and then Ryan Garcia, yeah. then Devin Haney. Yeah. See, and the thing with that is, I want to put Tank below Ryan just because he he's not fighting anybody in yeah, the one thirty five yeah. division, and that's his division that he campaigns in. Exactly, but so. he's literally jumping from he fought Santa Cruz at what one twenty seven, or was it at one? No, they fought at one thirty for for the one thirty and one thirty five belt. Okay, so they cool. fought at one thirty. And then now his next fight's at, what, 140? 140 against Mario It's like, Bios. come on, dog. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Exactly. I don't know. He's just trying to rush to be, you know, a multi-division world champ, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the the way I named him, Tiafimo, Tank, Ryan, and Devin. That's how yep. I have it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I don't – I do think all those fights – I mean, if, 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 if all of them were to fight Devin, I think all of them would be great fights. I could see Tiafimo knocking him out. I could see – De- uh, definitely take knocking him out. Ryan and him, it would be an interesting match, but I think if Ryan connects right, then Ryan will end yep. the night. Exactly. Especially with that, that lead check hook, you yeah. know what I mean? Exactly. With the boxing schedule coming up, who do you think is more logical for De- Devin Haney to fight? You know what I mean? He is the WBC title holder show. I would want to see him fight Tiafimo just for all the belts, but I don't think that'll happen just because it's a future fight. <laughs> Yeah, future big fight. You yeah. know what I mean? They're definitely going to try to save that one. But. but see, that's the thing with everybody in that division. Everybody's a future big fight, which is stupid to me because it's like, you got all these people that are building up. Why not fucking go ahead and let them have it? Or have a little mini tournament or something. Th- go ahead and throw the Lomachenko in the mix as, as well again. Yeah, exactly. Although well, I don't Lomachenko think, would have to come down? No, he would have to go up. Go up? No, okay. go up, yeah. Although I don't think he has any business at 135. No, he Need to stay at one thirty. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he's definitely talented and great, but size. You know these guys are just yeah. These yeah. guys are big. These, yeah. these are some big one thirty fives. Fuck yeah, they are. So <laughs> yeah, one thirty is where he needs to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with everything going on with the, uh, you know, y'all mentioned Ryan, um, um, Ryan Garcia, um, everything that he's going through. When do you expect to see him back in this mix? Well, the thing with that is, he put out a tweet. Say, on that night of the fight saying, I would have slept you or some shit. But it's like, oh, you're going through fucking mental problems. Oh, but to Devin Haney? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. towards Devin Haney. You're mm-hmm. going through mental problems, but you're coming out talking shit like, dog, come on now. <laughs> you look like a fucking idiot doing that shit. Exactly. And I saw um, a video today of his, uh, Devin Haney's dad talking about that. Like, dude, like yeah. you're having all these issues, but now all of a sudden, oh, you can knock out my son. And like, what's crazy is Devin Haney was like, I'm not one to knock, uh, to knock a person when they're down. Before his fight with Leonardo is about Ryan Garcia, and then this shit comes out. It's like, come on, man, you're you're a fucking idiot for that. <laughs> in Ryan, my opinion, yeah, with, and I'm a fan of his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> with Ryan Garcia, man, like um, with everything him coming out, him doing this um, this body punch kind of 
fucking, I don't know what you would call it. Oh, challenge the, the body or, punch challenge. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, and then, of course, him, you know, seeing him sparring and, and training with the um, the Logan, the, brother, the Paul brothers. We're going to talk about them yeah, on this the podcast. Yeah, no. We're, we're going to talk, talk about it a little bit. Just yeah, we're talking about boxers here. I, I, I want to <laughs> see. I want to see. We have some. We have some. Fights that are coming up that could probably end this, these these Paul brothers reign. No, or this not this. the one with the what's his name? What Woodley? Yeah, come, come on, on son. man. Okay, is it a is it a boxing fight? Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, man. <laughs> but see, okay. Again, Woodley got to punch. He has power. Um, boxing, I don't know how boxing, well his boxing, boxing is. And, boxing and yes, UFC are two right. different it things. It is. I don't know how well his boxing is. Yeah, I don't. Um, I couldn't tell you how well his yeah, stand up game is. Yeah, but. I don't know how his stand up game is. So I don't know, but I know if he lands, it could be some, it could be a powerful punch. Um, and of course, if you're a professional fighter, man, going against these, you know, these these guys who really, I don't want to say, I don't want to say they're not made for it, um, but you know, because they're 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 obviously training and things like this, but. You know they're not professionals. You know when it comes down to it, they're not. They're, they're not years in. You know putting all the grind in, fighting multiple times. They got money, is what it is. Yeah, exactly. Right. The right. money is definitely. <laughs> right. um, if they were to hold on, if they were to call you up and be like, "Hey, we want you to fight Jake Paul," would you take it? Nah, you wouldn't take it. Nah, <laughs> not even for the money. Not even for the money. I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess. What, what if he's I like, guess I need that. A million, you know, yeah, exactly. If you can make me a millionaire overnight, yeah. <laughs> But would you like go in there and be like, motherfucker, I'm gonna teach you a lesson? Yeah, like, I, I would definitely go in there and, and, I'll and school him. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and hopefully that's what happens with with Mayweather. Um, that's what's gonna happen. Oh with yeah, yeah. Like, you on. know. Okay, no, I, I'm a Mayweather fan, a huge Mayweather fan. But hold on, before you go, have you seen like the rules of that? No, shit? I didn't. I haven't seen it. We ain't even going over it. <laughs> <laughs> so is it what like a kind of like a spar? It's an exhibition. An exhibition. exhibition. Yeah. Okay. There's no See? referees. There's no declared winner. No, no, there's no judges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No judges, no declared winner. There is knockouts allowed. It's like, come on, man. This is like another fucking Mike Jones, or Mike Jones. <laughs> Who? Mike Tyson, Who? Uh, Roy Jones shit. See, but, okay, I get it. Yeah, that was that was kind of, you know, that was kind so, of so if, boring. So if, if it goes to the, you know, scorecards, quote unquote, I mean, who are they going to announce that one? You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, because if you watch the Tyson Jones thing, like you could clearly see that Tyson won that exhibition fight, in my yeah. opinion. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, so. even even Roy Jones <laughs> would say, you know, would agree. Who said that Tyson definitely won that fight? Yeah. Um. So, I, so I'm guessing that the the Mayweather. Uh, I don't even know which one he's fighting. Uh, Jake, I guess. Logan. Uh, Logan. Logan. Okay. Um, that's gonna be the money fight. That's just strictly for money and just. That's it's just, for bragging it's a show. rights. It's a show. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know if you call it bragging rights. <laughs> That's but, what uh, they called the pay per view. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen that. Um, but I think more of the um, the the Logan was it Jake or Logan? I don't even who, who gives a shit. The the Paul fight. That's, that's one of the Paul brothers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> one of the fucking uh, idiots fighting uh, Tyrone Woodley. Man, I think Jake. that's more that's more of a actual fight. That you're gonna see more of. You know, this is for. Because I, I know I know Woodley actually came out and said this is for the fighting culture. This is for boxing. This is for MMA. You know we're trying to get him out of the game and not yep. trying to have him left uh, in here. Kind of um, not really spitting on the game, but I get uh, on the fight on the fight game. But it is like disgracing it, kind of. You know what I'm saying? Like um, I think it is. And I'm not even a professional boxer. I just enjoy watching boxing. But it's it's to me it's 
it's a spit in the face of boxing just in general. Just yep. be, the same thing with Mayweather taking this fight with McGregor. Uh, not nah, well, starting off with McGregor, <laughs> yeah. but especially with this motherfucker, like <clears throat> you're a fucking YouTuber. Like you know, me and you pretty much are YouTubers right yeah. now at this point. So we just ain't got the money. <laughs> we ain't got the money. I mean, but you know what I'm saying. No, so it's just you, like man. it's it's stupid. And then you got Pacquiao still risking his fucking his life, I guess you could say, against Earl Spence. In my in my opinion, that's gonna be a great fight. Yeah, that, I mean that's gonna be a good fight, and I'll be there. But <laughs> <laughs> I always got that's the plan. Out there. I plan on going out there as well. Yeah, we already got our flights and shit. Oh heck yeah! But um. In that instance, it's like I put Pacquiao above Mayweather just for him taking the fight. No matter the outcome. If he beats him, then obviously he's he has to be of above Mayweather on everybody's list. Of course it's not gonna happen that way, but that's what I think. Um and I'm not talking about record wise or anything, because I told you earlier over the phone, I don't care about sell wise, right, number wise or anything. Fuck right. all that. Go throw that shit out the window. Look who Pacquiao's still fighting. He fought Keith Thurman last, beat him, and now he's fighting Earl Spence, a fucking dangerous fighter. A I, very I mean, dangerous I, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I think, I think, I mean, it's. I told. I mean, I agree with you. I agree with you know, um, you know, Pacquiao still you know putting it putting it out there, putting it on the line. I think he got robbed in the fights that he lost when he lost his title. Um, oh, against uh, Jeff, whatever the fuck, Jeff Horn. Yeah, Jeff Horn. Oh, <laughs> he definitely, definitely he definitely <laughs> got robbed on that. And I truly think that he beat. Um, oh my God, he's gonna. Um, God, what Timothy the, Bradley? Timothy yeah. Bradley. God, oh my God, I don't know why I keep forgetting this dude's <laughs> name. It's like he's he's his accolades and everything. I just can't remember this because he name. talks a lot of shit on ESPN. And he whatever. looks funny, man. He looks like a soft <laughs> guy, bro. He looks like a soft guy. I don't know. But um, I think he won both of them fights, and that they. Oh yeah, he know, did. I mean, he obviously won the second one, but yeah, the first one he definitely won. But I, I mean, I think he completely demolished Jeff Horn. I don't see how the judges would even think. It's because it was in a. It was in his hometown. Yeah, in his home. But still, like that's and okay then. Okay, I think then, he was still fighting under top rank at that time yeah, too, right? Yep. Yeah, and Bob see, Aaron was like, "Fuck this." Yeah, movie. see, he and that's probably and, and see that's another thing <laughs> yeah. about you know as far as boxing goes. That's bad, man. I mean, you know, some of these, pol- you know, politics and boxing, you know, kind of hurt it. But just like in anything, MMA is the same way. Um, you know, hell, we're watching it right now in the NF- NBA playoffs, man. The refs are kind of, you know, kind of we'll ruining. And We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get off to that <laughs> later. But, um, you know, these things that happen in, in these sports, man, and it kind of kills the, the, I don't want to say culture, but it kind of kills um, – I guess it kills moments in, in, in the in the in the history of boxing, um, or in the fight game or whatever, and um, I think that's what kind of hurts Pacquiao because of them two losses. That's why a lot of people don't see him as one of the greatest fighters. Which I think, as far as skill and technique wise, man, you know he was one of the greatest. And of course, I hate when everybody talks about the Marquez four. When he gets knocked out, it's like, come on, man! You give a guy four times, four chances to knock you out. Of course, he's gonna get <laughs> yeah. one of them, man. Uh, and a lot of people's like, oh, I can't believe Pacquiao got knocked out like that. It's like, yeah, that was a bad knockout. But no, I mean, it was, it was, it was terrible. But like, I, I wish said, I could get that much sleep. <laughs> <laughs> can't get that much sleep on a regular day. <laughs> but yeah, you know, like, like, like I'm saying, like, you know, you give a guy four chances to, you know, to fight and. 
you know, he was, I think he won all three of them fights, right? Before, I think he won the all three against Marquez and then he lost the last one with the knockout. I, I think know. that's what it was. I, I'm, yeah, I might I be wrong, tell you off the top of my head. but it might it yeah. might be two one, might be three zero. Either way, Pacquiao really didn't need to give Marquez that in that fourth fight, Not and that. he did, and it hurt him. Yeah, you know, and but it goes to what you're saying. You know, he's still in the grind. He's still str- he's still out there. You know, fighting, boxing and fighting, fighting. Dogs. Absolutely. So even though it's gonna hurt, that's what Pacquiao does because he's a fighter. Yep. Um, Mayweather's absolutely a beast. Um, he's a great defensive fighter. Um, Back in the day, he was a great. I mean, he he probably still is. I don't know his speed wise, but he was a great counter puncher. Um, he could read, you know, what you're gonna throw. He was just he was that shoulder roll was probably one of the best technique fight boxing wise that you know anybody can do, and he can and only he mastered it because of course you've seen proteges like. Like, Daddy, give me brush my hair, whatever the fuck his name <laughs> is. Adrian Broner. Uh, Broner. You, yeah, you saw well, Devin, Broner try Devin to do Haney it. tried to do it, too. Yeah. And, you know, nobody can actually do it like Mayweather. So. No, he definitely, his ring IQ and that shoulder roll, you know. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's him. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, you know, I guess I guess you can say, you know, because he's not putting in all the work that he, that, that true fighters or true fighting fans want to see him do, yeah, it kind of hurts his, his kind of legacy. Um, and then, of course, taking these other fights. And, and clearly he said, you know, I'll fight a YouTuber for money for, you know, easy 100 mil. Of course. Why not? I mean, I get it. I get his I get his motive behind it. But I hope it goes against his flops. leg. It, go, it goes. It, it's a negative on his legacy. It's a, it's a notch on his legacy of him being a fighter, especially. And I'm glad it's a, an exhibition fight. And it's not one that's going to be able to go on to his, his record. Yeah. And things like this. So, well, the McGregor one shouldn't have. It shouldn't have either. No, it shouldn't yeah. have either. Absolutely <laughs> not. Um, well, this one wasn't either because I think it's only eight rounds. Eight round, three minutes. You know? yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Even, but I mean, but, you know, that that's that's just. I mean, I get it. That's just my opinion uh, as far as you know that. But I agree. I think I think Pacquiao. You know, him still putting in the work. I think you have you have to, you know, tip your hat. Maybe give him that credit. You know, yeah, yeah. give him credit. That credit. You Absolutely. Know? You know, um, you know. And then, of course, he's going to fight probably one of the, what was he? I, I don't know. He's definitely going to be top three, top four, maybe top five pound-for-pound uh, pound fighters in the world right now in Errol Spence, um, depending on what list you're depending looking at. Depending on what list yeah. you're looking Because I, I think on the ESPN list, they don't even have him in top five. That's, that's nuts. I mean, I mean they have Bud Crawford above him, which is, I mean, Crawford obviously has done his thing, but Crawford's not fighting anybody. I mean, but who else seven. do they got in that? I mean, you Crawford, Canelo, like I mean, who else? Who else would you put in that top, uh, top five pound for pound? Out of right now, out of uh, yeah, out of current fighters right now. I'd put Tyson Fury up there for sure. Yep. Um, definitely. Fuck, I, Josh Taylor now. Okay, you you'll put you'll put Tyson Fury for top pound for pound. What just because there's nobody in that division that could take him, or is it because he's that great of a fighter? I think he's that great of a fighter. I mean, for being a for being that fucking big, a tall, thank yeah, you. Yeah, looks yeah. like he's yeah. so uncoordinated, but uh, shit, he's not. Like, no, he's not. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And his boxing IQ, you know, it's yeah, fucking it's great. 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 Yeah. So, I mean, of course, man, we can keep going on in boxing. And I'm not even really that, you know, knowledgeable. In we gonna boxing. get him there. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, potential fight with 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 Fury and Joshua, I think, because I think that's that's the fight. That's, if he beats Wilder in July, right, July twenty right. fourth, maybe remember what it was. I don't want to just flip through all my notes and shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, 
would that be the is that the fight to uh, to to I guess hope for for the heavyweight in the heavyweight division yeah yes that's the fight so it's it's definitely Joshua and and Fury well whoever I would say whoever has the belt at that point because we need a undisputed heavyweight I mean okay champion. and then again again let's say boxing politics you know turns his ugly head again <clears throat> and somehow Wilder ends up with the belt again. <laughs> You know, is that still going to be I the think, fight to, to make? I think if Wilder wins, I think we need to see a fourth fight because at that point it'll be one and one. one yep, yeah. exactly. Even if he knocks him out, that's just my opinion. Because it'll um, still be one and one. <laughs> you know, you know, I hate, I, I mean. I mean, because technically, if you look at the first fight, Tyson Fury beat the shit out of Wilder on the first fight. Yeah, absolutely. It should have went to him. I mean, the second fight, obviously, we've seen what happened. We still have he to hear he about it. it. Yeah, we still have to hear about it. Just from his fucking fans, they're like LeBron James fans. <laughs> we'll get into that later on. <laughs> uh, uh, um, but I, I don't know, man. I think I think what what kills me on the heavyweight division is Wilder, man. I mean, he's a great puncher. He has he has power, uh, great power. Um, he might even have, you know, boxing IQ. But 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 hold on hold on hold on but but I think his technique is absolute trash. Like it doesn't really look like he really knows how to throw a solid punch. Um, oh, he knows how to throw a solid punch. No 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 that's no, just no the one punch. Yeah, that, yeah. Shit's, that shit's that shit's thrown wild as hell. He he comes from fucking Mars and you know tries to land this fucking haymaker of a hook. He sets it up perfect. I will say that because he's John. He's pawing his jab out there. And he's setting it up. I mean, he's seeing how. But far. everybody knows. Okay, <laughs> okay. It's like this. I know, so I know when to move out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like it's like. I mean, it's it's just like anything. It's like if you're a batter, you know, going against a pitcher, and you know that guy's pitcher repertoire, and he's setting you up with the with the fastball to hit you with a fucking changeup. You know, of course, you know that changeup's coming. Is the thing is 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 that changeup going to matter whenever he throws it? Um, and that's the same thing with uh, with, with Wilder. You know he's gonna keep setting up with that jab. You know the fucking hook's coming. You know you know it's gonna come. But yeah, he don't throw no hooks. He throws or the, the straight right. <laughs> Sometimes he's he coming from he looping with it. it, 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 it Whatever the fuck you call a, it. Fucking, you know them street uh, fights whenever yeah. they're swinging all the way. <laughs> that's yeah. how that motherfucker be swinging. You know? <laughs> he swings. Like, you know, like anyway. Put his head down, and that's how he's swinging. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but you know it's coming, and the thing is, is when he lands it, it's it's a devastating punch. Yeah. Um, and it can put you know the best of the best down. Um, well. Maybe because Tyson you know, Fury, Fury got up yeah, like the he, fucking Undertaker. Yeah, he oh, did. Yeah. He fucking held. I heard on. the. I seen the fucking lightning strike down. <laughs> there. I'm like, God damn, this motherfucker's up. Uh, and, but I mean, that, that I think he. I, I just think he kills the heavyweight division, and everybody hyping him up. I, I get it. It's a the heavyweight division is not really a good division. It's it's really not. there's really nobody. I think there's like what maybe five or six guys that are great. I mean, you got Dylan White that talks a lot of shit, but to me, he's not that great. Right. Um, I think, I think, I mean, I think, isn't he like one of the, the smaller of the heavyweights too? Like height wise? Height wise? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, him and Ruiz. Right, yeah, Ruiz. Ruiz looks like the kid from Up. <laughs> <laughs> I see a lot of like memes and shit talking about Ruiz, bro. It's so bad. How he has like them little twig legs and he's just big old upper body. It's just it's yeah. funny. It's hilarious. Um, but yeah, I think that that thing that's what kills it kills kills it for me on on the heavyweight division, man. 
Um, but I mean, I would love to see Fury and Joshua. I think that's that is the fight to make. Yep. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we see it. You know, hopefully, we sure. do, man. Hopefully, we do. Um, well, I mean, I guess we can kind of end that boxing that boxing segment, man. Kind of go in right into uh, you know the le- the next the next thing, man. Uh, what the whole episode four was was hyped up to be. Um, yeah, check out the check. Yeah, and that's uh, Bone Thugs and Three Six Mafia, man. This I'm gonna tell you, man. This is this is very hard for me. Um, Not just, for me. Well, I mean, <laughs> as far as far as as far as how to judge. Well, hold on. Before you go, do you got a uh, top five from them from either one? Top five? Yeah, I mean, I, I can I can I can give a top five you off know? the top of each for for each group or just one group? Not for each group. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Go um, ahead. Let's see. So for Bone Thugs, you know. Um, the big one, you know, first of the month. Okay. That's what my yeah, number yeah. one was. Yeah, yeah, first of the month. Um, Looking to my eyes, you know, okay. that one went yeah. hard. Yeah, hell yeah. The Art of War. I remember that being on the Batman soundtrack. Yeah, I do. I remember that too. <laughs> I, yeah. I can't recall that. Yeah. That was uh, Batman. Uh, Batman uh, Forever, right? No, 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 no. It wasn't Batman Forever. and Robin. Yeah, it was Batman, Batman and Robin. Robin. Oh, okay. yeah. uh, let's see. That's two. Uh, Oh, murder went hard. Hell yeah. Oh, murder went hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, let's see. Damn it. Now I'm going to brain freeze. <laughs> it's all good, it, it'll man. Come, it'll come back to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll come back to me. Three six, you know. Three six, for me, it's a hype group, you know. They're definitely going to get you pumped. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Obviously, stay fly. Popping my collar, you know. That was me in middle school jamming that shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh... It's crazy that you say that because both of them singles went um, uh, quadruple platinum as a single. Yeah. Off of my collar, yeah, that, that <laughs> shit did go hard. <laughs> that, shit, that shit did go hard, man. <laughs> yeah, that those did go hard. I, I don't like the version with the Project Pat, though. Oh, the Pop of My Collar? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that one, he kind of he kind of killed it. Um, no. But, I mean, that doesn't say nothing about Project Pat as a rapper. Cause no, exactly. Cause he has multi-hits, like, on... Three separate albums. Um, number number three. Number three. Oh, let's see. I just had it too on top of my head. Sipping on some syrup. Sipping yeah. on some yeah. syrup goes hard, you know. Yeah. And they got yeah. some Texas yeah. rappers on there. So. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, okay. you know um, I actually was watching a YouTube video about this because uh, the the comparison between Bone and Three Six was very very hard um, as far as how to judge them. But one guy said that was um, Pit. That was Pimp C. That was his Pimp C's favorite verse, or you know when he talks about, um, I eat so many shrimp, I got iodine poisoning. Bro. That's crazy, bro. Like that's so <laughs> sick. I mean, it's of course you know. <clears throat> right now, that's three somebody three don't right like now, Pimp yeah. C over here. I don't like Pimp C. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, don't uh, <laughs> I don't. I went through my time of jamming, you know, uh, some UGK, yeah, you know, yeah a lot yeah. of Texas rappers. Yeah. So uh, it was definitely, it was definitely, you know. Um, Hard time whenever you pass, you know. I, I knew a oh, lot yeah. of people who were like, yeah. "Damn, yeah. yeah." It was tough, man. It was it was it was really really tough. Um, I think I think when he died, that changed that changed Texas rap. Oh um, yeah, for sure it did. Yeah, definitely. You yeah, know, I I feel like it, it slowed down after he passed. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. yeah, it did. Uh, there was an interview um, that um, Paul Wall did um, a while back, of course, and they were saying, of course, with his, <coughs> with his beef with Camille in there, and they were like, "Well, what made you stop that that beef?" He's like, "You know, when when." I think it was one of the last songs. It wasn't probably the last song, but it was one of the last songs uh, that um, that 
PMC did, he pretty much, you know, said, you know, stop beefing, you know, with him. Um, of course, um, oh, you know, knocking doors down, that yeah, knocking doors yeah, down. yeah, 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 absolutely. So that, about all the beef, yeah, yeah, all of them, thug, yeah, all, zero, all, zero, 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, little flip, ti, yep. you know, little flip got murdered. <laughs> I, still think that's, I, I still think he held his own, bro. Gets, Hell nah, man, come I got on. I'm not saying he was little flip ain't one. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, what about Ludacris, ti? Ah, uh, Ludacris. So stay the ti, so stay the ti. What do you think? Stay off the ti yeah. of my yeah, yeah. dick. Boy, he yeah, killed that. He did, bro. Just that, just that bar right there, just yeah, yeah. killed it. Um, uh, he talks about man, you worth a hundred grand, man. I'm worth millions. <laughs> that shit's dope. Anyways, um, oh, you done? No, no, you done oh, with your list? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah go ahead. Uh, I got three for three right now. They're gonna come to me. Yeah, They're gonna okay. come to me. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, I mean, I think I think when PMC died, that kind of changed the game for everybody's eyes. And then after that, kind of it kind of changed the whole outcome of of Houston rap. Um, that was almost like, well, I mean, I'm not gonna say it died because Bum B came with probably one of the best albums that ever came out of the South with Trill. Trill, yeah. And um, mm-hmm. and that was after that was after Pimp C. That actually was for Pimp C. Um, you know, he kind of dedicated that album to Pimp C. Um, but then of course, you know, everything that everybody did, it kind of, you know, it, it just changed it because you know when I grew up on Houston rap, um, it was all about North Side South Side. You know, it was about, it was all about red and blue. It's all about, you know, screw and, and, and swish a house, you know, and I mean God, man, we can keep going on, yeah. you know. <laughs> I mean that's a that's a whole nother segment, you know. Yep, yeah, exactly yeah, for sure. It is, man. So um but yeah, man, going right into it, man. Bone thugs three six. Um it was hard to kind of judge how to kind of come up with this with this outcome um of who's the better of the Well the reason the why we came up with this though is because they were actually supposed to do a Bone Thugs versus 3-6 versus. They're actually, you know. That, and now, it's not going to happen. And that's another thing. They said, it, uh, you know, DJ Paul came out and said it wasn't supposed to be versus. It was supposed to be just an Instagram. Oh, well, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was because they were going to do it like on a Thursday or some shit. That's right. where this shirt came yeah. from. They put it out and I was like, yo, I need that shirt. So I fucking bought it. Fucking was waiting for the thing. And then they announced that it was going to be through versus. And I was like, damn, hell yeah. And now it hasn't fucking happened. So I was waiting, you know what I'm saying? I was gonna get some drink. That would have been I think that would have been the great I think that would have been the greatest versus I don't know, um, that Red Man and Method Man one was pretty fucking dope. But I mean, could you really do a red I mean, like I know it's done already, but man They've never they're beefed. boys. Yeah, yeah they yeah, never yeah, yeah, they never beefed or anything like that. But I mean not I mean just like not saying that, that matters. It's like Lil' Romeo and fucking Lil Bow Wow and, and, and Romeo. Soulja Boy. Soulja well Boy. yeah, now Soulja but Boy. they were talking yeah. about Lil Bow Wow and Romeo. Yeah. I was like, come on, bro. What the? I mean, cause they did kind of beef childish beef back yeah, then. Anyway, like yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it was it was hard to kind of, you know, find out um, you know, and compare the two. Um, and of course, you know, I was looking into it and they said Swiss Beast is the one that kind of made it all fall apart. Yeah. Um, I really don't know um, exactly how that was. We'll get I, the answers because Smooth Vega interviewed uh, Crazy Bone today, I believe. Oh, there you go, oh, man. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, wait till we we'll get, get the answers. Yeah, we'll you ain't got the answer, Sway. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just real quick, man, I'm, I'm going to kind of go through each of them. And I did my research on, on both of them, man. And I'm gonna tell you, man. Hold I mean, on, are we doing like numbers wise? Because we, we are gonna do numbers just because I don't really know exactly how to kind of compare them either way. Yeah. Because without throwing numbers out there, I mean, we it's all opinion based. 
you know, so True it's that. all about what you like. So, <laughs> of course, the numbers are going to be a landslide. Uh, for who? For you know who. <laughs> um, let's see, let's see, let's you know, see. Um, the, the, the group that's tattooed on my leg, is that who you're talking about? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to throw out there, man. Um, okay, we're going to start off with... Uh, Let's start off with we're gonna start off with Bone. No, nah, start off with three six. All right, we'll start they, off with three six. <laughs> All right, we're gonna start with three six. Of course, they're coming in. They have five point five million, you know, million dollar a million albums sold worldwide. Um, five point five. That's really not. That's with all their records. That's sold. all their records sold. Damn. Uh, they only had two of them go platinum. That's uh, when the smoke clears and most known unknown, and they had three go gold. That's chapter two world domination. The Unbreakables and Crazy in the Last Days. I think with uh, the Unbreakables definitely should have went platinum. It should have went most platinum. Most known unknown. Uh, now this is all off Wiki, so you know who knows. Um, they have three awards. They have the 2006 Academy Award. Of course, that's their highlight. Uh, well, I, I would say highlight award wise. Um, they have 2008 uh, an AMA American Music Award, and then they got 2012. They were inducted into the Memphis Music Hall of Fame. Um, Bone Thugs is not in the Hall of Fame. I don't think. They're in the rock. No, and they're roll in the rock and roll. Rock that's and roll that's bigger than Memphis, yeah, dog. Yeah, we yeah. ain't talking hey, about from Memphis. Us. Nah, top but <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> and they that's, up there yeah. with like Metallica and shit like that. Come on now. We'll get to Bone. We'll get to Bone. <laughs> we'll it's kind of making the list me up, goes on. It's kind of be making me upset because you know I grew up on both and I love Three Six and. When I did this research, I was like, God damn. I'm like, I told you not to do the research. <laughs> uh, they were also nominated for six other awards, of course. They were just nominations. Um, now, going right into, you know, Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> <laughs> now, of course, you know, 3-6 Mafia, up to, I don't know, maybe a year ago or two years ago, a couple of years ago, they were still putting out albums. Nah, it's been longer or, than that. Oh, well, I guess... Um, because they work wise, I mean, as far as like who they've been working with, producing wise, you know, things like this. Well, because for a minute they've been, I know they worked with group. Yeah, I'm talking about as far as like staying work wise, like music wise. I mean, I don't know what Bone Thugs is doing. I know they're, I know Crazy's still doing shows, um, but I know Three Six Mafia. They teamed up with um, God, um, the some new groups. Putting music out? Yeah, well, no. they weren't they they weren't putting music. They were doing they were pretty much producing. Producing, okay. Yeah. Um, well, the not, last that suit, actual that three that six suit. mafia shit was in two thousand eight, and that was the, um, the last to walk. I thought they did something after. Well, that. they did what? the mafia six, but that's oh like yeah, yeah, yeah three six. Well, that was after. I think that was after uh, Lord Infamous, right? No, that was whenever he was alive. Well, he he passed away during yeah. during that time. Okay, but that's not a three six thing. That's just right. Terrible. And well, we went through all that already. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Bone Thugs, man, um, the accolades are absolutely fucking crazy. Um, creeping on to come up, East nineteen nine Eternal and Art of War all went four times platinum. Mm. Right. We could <laughs> go ahead and stop. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> uh, Resurrection, uh, the collection volume one. And the greatest hits album all went platinum, and uh, straight uh, strength and loyalty, which I have no idea why that shit went gold, but it went gold. And that was actually a good album. Uh, that was actually gold. Was I mean, there's a lot of albums that Three Six put out that was better than that, and that shit didn't go gold. I think they, I think it went gold just based off the name itself. Nah, Bone Thugs. Absolutely. It was actually, absolutely. It's because it had that. Absolutely. It's because it had that. 
Uh, I tried with Akon. That oh, I okay. tried yeah, yeah, yeah. so hard. Well, okay, maybe that one song yeah. may help it push it over because that shit. No, that, that, that shit. They got a flow motion on there. That shit goes hard. <laughs> Two songs. Come on, son. More than that. <laughs> Two songs on the whole well, album. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the collection volume two, which I, I mean, I don't know if you can actually count greatest hits and collections because they're all pretty much the same songs. I mean, if three six would have, <laughs> you would have named it. So keep going. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> collections right. one had that POD on it. It Boy. did. Let's get POD. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, they have a 1998 uh, AMA, a 2007 AMA. They have a 1997 Grammy, 97 Soul Train Awards, mm. and they were nominated for 12 other nominations. And they're also inducted into the yes. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I didn't say, but the probably one of the the most important was they sold over 50 million records mm. worldwide. That mm. blows out the 5.5 mm. yeah, that 365 yeah. did. <laughs> um, but you know, of course, you know, you know, Bone Thugs, man. I mean, they were up there. Like I said, I think they broke a uh, Beatles record of yeah. most records. Uh, records East sold. 1999. But the one thing that kind of blows me away with all of it, man, is you would think like after all these accolades and all that, that um, this this last this last category or not, I guess category, just fun fact, I guess, is um. Bone Thugs' net worth as a whole is only ten million dollars. Yeah, it's because they got fucked in there uh, by ruthless by uh yeah, by, oh, t- by Tamara uh, right Tamara right yeah. Yeah. But three six is only uh, they're worth twenty million. So yeah, technically, they're smart though. It's because every time somebody samples like their songs and shit, and that's why that's what I was talking about. They're going through an, uh, a lawsuit with um, I forgot what these guys' names are. They long haired Suicide Boys. Suicide Boys. Well, yeah, you know yeah. what's crazy is. They're going through that, but I think they're also like they really fuck with them a lot. So it's like, hey, you're using our beats, but you, <laughs> yeah, no, they, you're sampling like our beats, but we're still gonna go ahead and you know fuck with y'all. Yeah, they, I mean, they did a whole <laughs> album or what? I mean, yeah. they like did an album, or whatever. And then I guess I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I have I have my let's opinion. Keep, let's yeah, keep yeah. it to the top. I, let's, let's keep it to the top. No, I have, I have I have my opinions about three six as far as like how they made their money and and you know the relationships they they. They kind of burned, I guess, or why a lot of uh, members kind of left 3-6 Mafia. And it was because they felt cheated. They felt, you know, this way and that way. And who knows? I'm not there. I'm not in the room when all this shit's going down. But DJ and Paul GCJ, uh, they do take a lot of rap yep. for what happens and what have ha- what has happened with 3-6 Mafia, Mafia members leaving. Um but with that being said, man, that's pretty much all I could really come up with, is, is especially because I didn't want to kind of get into it as far as a... Um, Numbers? Well, no, um, opinion-based. Because, of course, opinions, it's all going to be opinions. Yep. Um, it depends on, you know, whatever you felt, you know, how you grew up, what you grew up on. Of course, I know you grew up on Bone Thugs. Heavy. So you're heavy on Bone Thugs. I got them tattooed on my leg. There man. you go. You know, if he grew up on 3-6, he'll have 3-6 tatted all over him. But he didn't. He grew up with bones. So that's why I was trying to trying to kind of get away from the opinion based kind of thing because, and of course, it's still going to come down to that. You know. Well, see, it's who, not who even about that. It's I, I, like, of course, Bone Thugs is number one for me. To me, they're the greatest rap group of all time. And I was speaking to Smooth Vega earlier today, and he actually said Bone Thugs is the greatest rap group of all time. But Three Six Mafia to me is literally right behind them. I mean. People might be saying I'm crazy because, oh, well, what about Wu-Tang? What about Wu-Tang? It's like, yeah, Wu-Tang's good, but 
to me, their their first album is their only, you know, great album. Other than that, like the other albums, they're good, but they're not as great. Do you think? I mean, I, I was thinking about this also. Like, do you think that has to do with, um, you know, the creative minds behind the albums? You know, as far as like what how it goes because lyrically, Wu Tang man, they're up there. Lyrically. Oh fuck yeah! I mean, you, you know? got Raekwon, right. you got Ghostface Killer, you got Inspector Deck. So why? So and that's what I'm saying. Like, why aren't Metamale? they up there? Why aren't they up there? I mean, why aren't they in the in the talk of the greatest? It all depends. All it all depends who you talk to, right? I mean, because. Like I said, an East Coast dude would be like, yo, Wu-Tang's the fucking hardest group ever. Right. And But and if you think about it, Cleveland's literally like not too far from, not too, too far from New York. You know, and, and I mean, again, and this is why it's it's so hard to do the, you know, try to not make it opinion-based because, um, you know, talking to people, you know, me and you did a show with, with Crazy Bone. Mm-hmm. And when I tell people about, you know, the people I've done whenever I did my little rapping thing that we did open up for crazy bone. And they're like, who <laughs> they, wow. they don't know who yeah. that is. Damn. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's crazy. Cause like in our generation it's like <laughs> bones. Is well, you know, what's crazy thing. is I was working in Georgetown. This was whenever all that thing happened. I think you weren't working or you might've been working no, with that miss already. You're probably reading media. Uh, not in Georgetown. Oh, you, no, 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 no. You I was, were, yeah. yeah, I was located. Anyways, this dude told me that uh, Bone Thugs was the first mumble rappers. I, I literally wanted to slap the shit out that motherfucker. <laughs> That's like disrespect. Yeah. You know what I'm is. saying? Yeah, it kind of <laughs> is. Now, it sounded like mumble to us because we couldn't, our brains couldn't comprehend what the hell they were saying, but you can break it down and slow oh, down yeah. and you can see that they're not mumbling shit. Like they're actually saying full words and everything. Yeah. So they just talk fast. Yeah. They're not, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, depending on what side of town you're in and what time of, you know, what time of day it is, them motherfuckers <laughs> talk fast too. Oh yeah, but that's because. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I said, man, it's it's kind of hard to kind of you know judge it, you know, based off that, um, because number wise, of course, you can see, man, Bone Thugs, you know, is incredibly successful. Um, but see, that's why I don't like going with the whole numbers thing, right. just because. <clears throat> um, like I said. N- I, I I gave you an example today. Like, we could say Eminem and Drake. Like, Drake might have sold more records than Eminem, which I don't think that's true, but Eminem's obviously the better rapper. Yeah, so absolutely. It, it, it really doesn't matter. Like, it it I guess it all just depends, like you said, on... That's why I say fuck the number thing. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck whoever sold this many albums or whatever. It's literally, like, to me, like, I tell people, like, yo, why are you listening to Beats? Whenever you're listening to music, like you got to listen to words. Yeah. And you know me, like mm-hmm. I literally listen to words. Of course, if the beat's catchy, it, it's automatic no matter what. But I'm the type of person to where I listen to beats. I would listen to the same song over and over and over and over and over again just so I could break it down. Just so I could bar be like bar. Yeah. bar for yep. bar. But yeah. I don't know if that's the 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 rapper in me, quote unquote. I mean, but <clears throat> that's that's just. That's how be. I've been should, for years. It's the music lover in you. It's the yeah. art of it in, in you. Um, you know, anybody can, you know, make a beat. And they, I mean, like, I, like we talked about this before, producers are what makes music right now. They're the ones who are selling these records. It's the beats, the, the producers. Um, anybody can go on there and kind of just repeat the words over and over and over and over again, make a catchy-ass hook. Yeah, because nowadays and, it's all about the catchy beat. Ex- yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. It's the beat, man. It's all about the producers, man. And, that, and I think that's what kind of hurts it. But, um, you know... 
you know, getting back to the topic, like again, I I, don't, I really couldn't decide really without actually mm. being without <laughs> without actually being. <laughs> I'm gonna biased. have to agree with you, man, because without being biased as far as like, because like I said, I grew up with both. I love both. I listened to Three Six Mafia more only because that they, as far as it's uh, a south a stable, thing, I guess. Well, um, yeah, kind of. Even though I was born in Texas, <laughs> more, more, <laughs> I, think, I think it was more of a stable because it's hard. It's hard to um to think about Three Six Mafia and not think about Project Pat and not think about the other things. And that's the thing. That's some of the stuff that I grew up on is listening to all the Project Pat and Blunt to my yeah. Lead. You know, Blunt. man, there were some great albums that he put out. So and then we, you know you kind of go into like I wasn't really a fan of like the Mo Thugs albums. Like there were some songs on there, but they weren't really great as yeah. far as for me to you know kind of you know help. And I mean. And I think that's why I kind of lean a little bit more towards three six because almost everything they put out was 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 banging. Let me ask all the you time. this: We'll get back to you, Ben, because you were saying something. Mm-hmm. Um, but so let's just say this: DJ Paul and Juicy J are the main two guys in three six. Uh, I would throw Lord Infamous. But we're we're talking right about, now. We're talking, <laughs> about, we're, we're talking about them too. Let me okay. let me. All right. So. Okay, and we'll say Crazy Bone and Busy Bone are the main two guys in Bone Thugs. I'm just I, saying I'd that. I'd say Lazy. Hold up, son. Hold up. <laughs> right, go ahead, go ahead. I'm just saying, just them four. Out of them four, you got, you know, Busy Bone and Crazy Bone, DJ Paul and Juicy J. Mm-hmm. If you were to, if you were on an island and they were like, pick the best solo albums to listen to, um, you know, for, for a year. Whose are you picking? There's only one I would pick. And it's Crazy Bone. Case Busy, Bones is, Busy Bones is out. <laughs> Case done. <laughs> but, I mean. Because. <laughs> See, I ain't done. I ain't done. <laughs> because DJ Paul's, uh, what was it? King of the Underground? Like, yeah. Was it and good? And then was Chronicles, it good? Chronicles was it of the Juice Man. Was it good? And all that. No, of course exactly. But see, but see, hold up, hold up, but see, hold up, bro. Here's the thing. Here, here's the thing that a lot of people miss is, yeah, I'm never gonna compare Bone Thugs and Three Six lyrically because no. Three Six is not even on that level at all. Maybe the only one that was probably was even close was Lord Infamous. Oh yeah, you know, and and I'm, I still think he's better than a couple of them guys. Oh, he's definitely yeah. the yeah. best one in the group. Yeah, absolutely. And um, but on the flip side. Three six produced almost everything that they ever put out. Bone yeah. didn't. So, yes, lyrically wise, Bone is great. Is is probably the greatest group ever because the way they the way they did it. All the music wise, <laughs> coming out with beats <laughs> and, and chopping them up and producing, dude, you can't knock Three Six because oh, they no. made anybody hits. anybody that makes their beats is, you know. Something to be fucked with, like yeah, you so, can't you can't overlook that shit, and, and that's why I think it's so hard because you know, if you if you go by numbers, you go by base. Yeah, Bone Thugs, they pretty much if you want to really look at it, they fell off. They're I'm not sure. they're not here. Three Six, they could. I I feel like Three Six right now they can come kind of jump back in it. They now, got a show in Corpus Christi in July. Who Three Six? Yeah, really, or in June. One of the two. Yeah, I might hear this one. Let's do a show over there. Okay, so you say you're undecided? <laughs> I mean, I'm undecided, but if I'm going to go with my heart and my gut and my instinct, man, I got to go 3-6. Mm, that's right. that's lies right. because you told me another. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to say it's, it's, it's hard because, like I said, Bone, if you listen to Bone album after album, the songs, they resonate me. I, I remember my childhood listening to Bone. 3-6 uh, is more of my teenage years just because – 
um, I guess the more popular yeah. of it was Bone Thugs when I was younger. And then when it kind of got a little bit older, 3-6 was the yep. more popular. So I kind of stuck with what was popular. But now I go back and, you know, like we talked on this last episode, a lot of my favorite songs were the times when I actually wasn't even listening to them. I was actually listening to Bone. Yeah. So, but I, I guess, like I said, man, it's hard. Uh, but I got to go with 3-6. 3-6? Three, six, three, six, ben? Six, yeah. Um, you yeah. said it, it was a tie for you, but... It's, yeah, I mean, I, I guess... Maybe you'll lean towards Bone. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But individually, you know... I guess we're kind of going off of opinions. Um, you know, I went through a phase, too, you know, jamming some Bone Thugs, you know, growing up, listening, just chilling, I guess. And the mood, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The mood and how, how you're feeling that day or what you got going on, you know. So I remember jamming, you know, sitting back, just relaxing, you know, jamming some looking to my eyes. Yeah, yeah. You know, just, and it set yeah. the tone right there. Yep. But, you know, I also remember, you know, Chilling with a group of friends, you know, jamming some, some three some six, three six, you know, yeah. kind of like, like I said, yeah, exactly yeah. like I said in the in the earlier in the, you know, uh, it, it hyped me up, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess it's just how I feel. If I need to hype up, you know, I'll throw some three six on. If I'm yeah. chilling, I just want to relax, you know, I'll jam some bone thugs, you yeah. know. So if I had a pick, if I had a pick, I'd probably lean through lean towards bone thugs. But you know, like yeah. I said, uh, I don't know. That's a tough one. Like I said, uh, it's, it, it's, 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 I think this is probably one of the best. And, um, it's we're, a landslide for me, though. Landslide. <laughs> we're, 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 we're desperately in need of a versus or, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, um, between Bone and 3-6, man, because, you know, it's, you could, you can tell right now that we're, we're pretty much. Stuck. I'll say this. <clears throat> East 1999 is like one of the greatest albums ever in hip hop history. In my opinion, um, I mean, I could press play, and from the introduction on down to uh, what is it, double Glock or whatever mm-hmm. shots of the double Glock, like the whole album jams. Yeah, I think the only three six album that I could play like that maybe is when the smoke clears, and probably oh. choices. <clears throat> but see, to me, it's different. I mean, to me. To me, you know, the end, I can bump from beginning to end, and it's jamming all the way through. You said end twice, t- so that means it's in. <laughs> <laughs> but see, like I said, man, like, again, it falls back into, you know, whatever your opinion is and whatever you feel. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, that'll be dope if we could get e- anybody from Bone Thugs, uh, anybody from 3-6 to... If we could get them to call in, like, we got this Bluetooth thing. We got you. We'll get yep, them to do us. a fucking interview, dog. Dog, that'll be dope as fuck. Man, I mean, we opened mean, up for Crazy Bone, which I still hate to this day because that was our last show, and I fucked up horribly. It's all good. Uh, play I want to redeem up. myself. Play us fuck up. We're going to redeem <laughs> ourselves. Um, but, yeah, man, of course, uh, I guess that's a stalemate, man. I mean, I guess it's, we're going to go with whatever your opinion is. Both great albums or great on. artists. We got to... Oh. Creeping on a come yeah. up. <laughs> Creeping on a come up, dog. Like, we told you, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me say this, because I mentioned this to you earlier. Bone Thugs has done songs with Easy e mm-hmm. Tupac, mm-hmm. Um, Notorious Big. Mm-hmm. Out of those three songs right there, what three songs could you put up against from 3-6 Mafia? That could even... I would say Notorious Thugs is their... Top one for the free tr- for the legends wise. 
So who can you put up? I mean, because they worked with UGK. You, yeah, you could call them legends. I'll call them legends. Oh, they are legends. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, who would? You, what other songs could you put up there? With not- I mean, I'll, I'll give you this with Notorious Thugs. <laughs> not this going against the exactly. <laughs> not, not, not feature wise. <laughs> not, not feature wise, though. I mean, not feature. Not feature wise. <laughs> not feature wise because I think um, bon- uh, Three Six Mafia's their best stuff wasn't with features. Um, well, I what think features was, did they have? I mean, they. I mean, Yellow Wolf. Nah, bro. I mean, they did shit with No <laughs> Limit. They did shit with fucking A-Ball Cash Money, JG, Cash Money. Um, we talking about legends here, dog. All them were legens in the south. <laughs> you just don't listen to the south. All I mean, I, I remember listening to Master P. I remember listening to Cash Money back hey, in the day. Master P, that boy, you see this house? That motherfucker's, <laughs> a, that motherfucker's a natural born hustler, dog. bro. For real. So I mean, but I mean, like again, it was all with the times, you know, um, you know, because beyond beyond them three, you know, I mean, of course they did Phil Collins. That's another legend. Akon. I mean, yeah, cool. yeah. Phil, and that was a Akon. great song. Fuck Akon. That, that motherfucker's working with Six Nine. We don't. We don't talk about that. Come on. Man. <laughs> that boy always finds the motherfucking the baddest shit. I ain't um, even a hood dude, but shit, I know the streets, dog. Yeah, no, nah, that shit. That shit's <laughs> But I mean, besides them, like who else did Bone Thugs? You know, kind of get with nobody. They kind of did their own thing. I mean, if you want to think about it, like Crazy Bone did that uh, song with Lil John and Mystical. He also did a, a song with uh, with Project Pat and um, Gangsta Boo. That shit went hard, though. Both of them went hard. Who had the best verse? On uh, which one? <laughs> Either one. Uh, Does their last name end with Bone? <laughs> <laughs> See, now we're going. I told y'all on the oh, first dude. episode. I told y'all on the first episode we weren't gonna be biased and shit, so we have to go ahead and Fuck go that, to. I'm the, biased with bone, guys. We're gonna go on to the next segment. You know what I'm saying? Bone thugs and harmony. That's why I got them tattooed on me. All right, um, we did put out some TikToks and some shit on Facebook um, about some of these topics that we can go into next. Um, first of all, man, uh, we had some people kind of go through and kind of give us uh, some input back on some of them things that we had. Uh, I'm going to go through it, man. Um, the first one was um, the top five point guards right now, and that's all in all of the NBA. Um, do you – I know you say you don't, you know, you're – you kind of, you know, pick up on NBA a little bit here and there. Are you um, watching it right now because yeah. of the playoffs? I'm only watching it because my wife watches it. Okay. You know? Oh, but, I mean, I'm keeping – Your wife my, likes the NBA? My, yeah, my wife, she's big into the – Basketball, my son is as well, so that's what kind of keeps. Oh, me. I, yeah, I see you posting about your son playing games. Yeah, so he, you know he picked up on basketball, so I kind of I need to yeah, have yeah. some interest. So, <laughs> so who's your team? Team? Ah, uh, I'll probably have to stick with the Mavs. You know, yes sir, yeah, yeah. yes sir. Yeah. And actually, just right now, I just got it in. I just yeah. got I just got the the alert. Luka Doncic is going to play in this pivotal oh, game five. It don't matter. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm motherfucking losing. <laughs> oh, hey, Nesper. He just mad because they ain't even motherfucking make the motherfucker out of the playing tournament. That's, That's why right. he we got mad. five rings. Oh, man, don't make me try to bring up this cold <laughs> cowboy shit talking about niggas. Oh, How long since y'all been in the... In the we man. got that bet going, dog. We got that bet going. We do, going. and that's I, why... I, I think that's why truly, like, deep down inside, I think that's why you're hating. Because you don't want to see the Mavericks win before the Spurs. You know, I want Luka, Don, uh, Luka to win a fucking ring, to be honest with I you. I think he will. That's me being straight up real. I really... I truly think he will, honestly. <clears throat> I really, really do. So, um, so do you know the point guards, like, out of the NBA right now, or... 
No, I couldn't. Not off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you. Um, There's, there's, of course, there's like 30 starting point guards. Um, And it's kind of tough to kind of go through and and pick on, you know, which ones there are. But um, just for the sake of the list, um, my nephew actually put um, Steph Curry, uh, number one, Luka Doncic, number two, Trey Young, number three, John Morant, number four. Mm. And he was split. In between Ben Simmons and Damian Lillard, Damian Lillard for number five, and he said Lamelo's on the creep up. He's coming up on, in, in a couple of years. I put Dame over uh, Ben. I definitely put Dame over Ben as well, um, especially think, from last night's game. Um, yep. I, honestly, I wouldn't even put. I wouldn't even put. I wouldn't even put Ben Simmons in my top five. No, honestly, I wouldn't even put him in my top ten. Uh, dead, to be dead ass honest with you, I think there's a lot of point guards that are way way better than him. Oh yeah, because his shot ain't all there. Um, right. I I just I just I mean I think he's a he's a he's a true. I think he plays a if he's considered a point guard. I think he plays a point guard only because he can't play his true position. Yeah. And that's that's just my that's my opinion. Uh-huh. Yeah. And of course you got PJ uh, out there in West Texas. La Mesa, yes. Elwood, <laughs> my hometown. He got Luca number one, Dame uh, Dame Dollar number two, yeah. Kyrie number three, Steph number four. And he said he can't decide against John Morant or Trey Young as their number five, That's which I agree. Too. That I guess that would be five A and five B, uh, if that was my list. Just because I think both of them deserve to be in the top five, but the other ones are just you can't you can't like not. Put I do have in to there. put Luca number one. I'm not a Mavericks fan, but Luca definitely is number one. Luca deserves a ring, or he. I don't say he deserves a ring because right now he doesn't. Well, you know what? Fuck that. No, he does. I mean. <clears throat> He the the way he's playing. Ass, I mean, through an injury, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he absolutely. deserves. Eventually, he'll get his ring. Not before the Spurs do. So, I, <laughs> so this motherfucker can pay me my money. I want that shit in all Boy, quarters, Mavericks, dog. Please win, bro. I'm gonna fucking put. I'm gonna paint a fucking Dallas Mavericks mural on my wall. I'll fucking wipe my ass with it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I would definitely want to see Luca win one. I was happy whenever Dirk won one. I mean. You know, I give respect to the people that deserve the respect. Yeah. Dirk definitely deserves respect. Luca for sure fucking deserves respect. Um, I definitely won't be upset if he wins a ring before the Spurs, and that's just me being straight up mm-hmm. honest. But PJ's list, hell of a list. I probably yeah, agree. Yeah, it is. It's very – I mean, well, who is your top five, though? Probably the same as PJ's. Luca, Dame Dollar, Kyrie, Steph, and John Morant. Trey Young, that's who he has. He has. Yeah, I put Jaw over Trey. So you put Jaw five A, yeah. Trey five B. Yep, that's a hell of a list, right it there. It is. It is a fucking. I movie. think Trey Young's good, but the way he fucking looks for fouls and shit like that, that shit's annoying. I mean, he did that. I mean, if anybody, I mean, I know you really didn't watch college basketball, but he—that's what he kind of did in fucking Oklahoma. But I mean, he did that same shit. That shit's annoying. Um, I mean, that's like <laughs> he just kind of carried it over. So, but I mean, like, he's great. Like he's a whole, great guy. That's like the whole. Yeah, he's a great guy. But that's like the whole bugging, uh, the whole uh, hugging thing in boxing. Yeah, it's yeah. like you're literally looking to hug. You're literally looking for a foul. It's like mm-hmm. fuck all that, man. Mm-hmm. Like fucking play basketball. Yeah, I mean, I I I completely with agree with with PJs as well. Um I mean, I guess I guess both of them are the same. I, I think the only thing that uh, my nephew don't have, he don't have Kyrie in his top five. Uh, you got to um, put Kyrie in Yeah, the top five. you got to put Kyrie in the, in the top five. Um, I, I do. I, I still think no matter what, just because of the, 
the type of shooter Steph is, you have to put him number one. The greatest shooter of all time. Greatest shooter of all time. So you got to put number one. Luka number two. I'll say uh, it'll be hard. I'll put Dame three. Dame dollar. I'll put Kyrie four. And um, even though I love John Morant and Trey Young, and of course in the future it's going to be their their league, I'm going to put CP3, man. Because and look the reason the reason why I say this, bro. The reason why I say this is because any team he goes with, he makes him an instant winner, almost immediately, like with or without him. If you look at the records, look at the numbers, and you see what he does. Now, does he win a title? No, but does he make he that might team, this year? But does he make that team better? Absolutely, absolutely. He might this year. Because what what did the Suns do last year? <laughs> and everybody's talking they about they went go. Oh, eight and zero in the motherfucking bubble. In the motherfucking, bubble. but they didn't go to the playoffs. But there you go, <laughs> there you go. That's all that matters. They didn't go to, yeah. If they had CP three, they probably would have. But I mean, and I, I'm gonna tell you, dude, CP three, the I guess the leadership factor is what I is why I put him number five. Yeah, because what he does and what he brings to each team is is, is, is incredible. I mean, what he did with the Clippers, what he did with New Orleans, um, slash OKC, you know, for those for those who, who know that happened, yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't Charlotte anymore, but should have stayed the Charlotte. The Hornets, yeah. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, I, I, that's who that's who my top five is. That's a good list. It is. Um, well, of course, it is. I said it. Um, <laughs> Boy, you don't get your ass. <laughs> Ben, you want to put your input on it? Or you want to go ahead and go to the next one? Ooh, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't follow it that much. Right? I can just straight up say. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Dame." I, I heard him say, "Dame" a couple times. Yeah, yeah. Hey, no, my, my wife. She's. She, I mean, she she likes uh, Mavs, of course, but her second team would be uh, Portland. So, hey, okay. I mean, I want Dame to win a ring. To be honest with you, dude. You know, after I after, just don't think he will. And you know, I, I said it last. I said it last week or the week before. That um, Portland was going to pull it out against Denver, and mm. it was going to be, and it was going to be a uh, Dame dollars, you know, triple again, you know, one of the a miracle shots, you know, the buzzer beaters, and he did that, and twice. he did it twice, and they still lost. And I also said that Dame needs help. Fuck yeah, he does. He needs help, man. And what fucking hurts is seeing Dame Dollar on the post game, completely, completely de- defeated, bro, because. He did everything he could, he and they lost by seven plus. Yep, and he, dude, he broke he broke the playoff record for twelve threes oh in a playoff game, dude. Like that's crazy, and next you still lose I'm, by yeah. seven. Next week, I'm wearing my Dame Dollar jersey. By seven, they lost, bro, and that and that to me that's heartbreaking because, man, that dude deserves it. He deserves it, and I think Portland ain't doing him justice, man. Not getting real, not getting him real help. Now they do have a team, they just don't have enough. No. Um, and I, you know, and then this of go of course another conversation that can continue to go. It's in the era of the super team, so it's kind of hard, you know, to you know, because you know Portland, you know, put them against you know any other team from before without the super teams assembled, you know, they would they would make that would be a problem. Well, I don't even know because right now they're playing Denver. They're not a super team. But super, I mean, they weren't. They're not a super team. But again, this is one of them things where Denver's was. They were assembled by draft, and they drafted really, really well. Yeah, and they did. That's it's almost but like they a, don't have their star player. They don't. That's what's crazy. Just imagine if they did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just imagine if they did. I like, think if they would have had their star player, it would have been. 
I mean, not saying that it's not a competitive uh, series right now, but I think it would have been a more competitive series mm-hmm. with him in it just because Dame would have been going off more. I think uh, McCollum would have been – McCollum would – that's his name, right? Um, yeah, CJ. Yeah. yeah. I think he would have he would have been going off more. I think it – shit, it would have been a com- more competitive uh, series. Yeah, it definitely that's would. That's just my opinion. Yeah, it definitely would. Um, um, but – you know that it, it it's that loyalty, man. Like you know, would you want to stay with the with the loyalty uh, of your team, um, or you know, do you want to kind of go and chase a ring? You know, um, do you want to go through these or you don't know? Oh, yeah. You want to go, go ahead and go into yeah, flowers? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Well, okay. Well, with that being said, man, let's go ahead and go straight into the playoffs. Um, currently, right now, man, there's actually there was a couple of games on. It's currently eight fifteen, eight seventeen right now. Eight one seven. Yeah, eight one seven. That's crazy. You caught that. You caught that. That's crazy. Eight one seven actually right now. So it's on Wednesday. So there's actually some games going down, and of course there's some three one series going on uh, as we speak. And of um, course there's a game going on tonight at nine o'clock where yes, sir. the the uh uh. What is it? The traveling team is going to lose. <laughs> I ain't going to say their name, but they're going to lose. And, of course, being a Spurs fan, you already know who he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Not according to my Facebook, dog. I've been getting a lot of hate on that shit, but we're going to get into that in a minute. All right. Well, as 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 we speak right now, man, uh, the first game that's going on, it's it's in the fourth quarter. 10-35 left in the fourth. Um, you got Philly <laughs> above Wizards, 108-95. They have... They have a three-one lead. Game um, blouses. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's another thing, man. Um, you know, of course, you know David Bertans, Davis Bertans. You know he's out four to six weeks. He uh, he had a great uh, calf strain. Um, you know that could be a problem, but again, uh, I never, I never saw Philly having a problem with with Washington at all uh, in the series, even even with Bertans on in the floor. Um, so I think that that game. I mean, it could. I mean, it's still ten minutes left in the game, so there's still plenty of plenty of time. Uh, down by thirteen, but you know we'll see how that goes. The second game right now with six minutes left in the third, you got the Hawks on top of the Knicks right now, sixty-six fifty-four. And of course, man, how do how do you feel about that uh that uh that Trey Young you know chant that New York fans kind of gave him that fuck Trey Young. <laughs> I mean, that's just New York fans being New York fans, though. That's, that's true. <laughs> but I mean, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think Trey Young felt at that time? Like, man, I'm about to fucking kill it. We're probably. about to knock the the Knicks out, bro. I mean, yeah, like I, yeah, that's probably a motivation, you know, yeah. a motivator. You know, he's definitely gonna want to try to get out there. Absolutely. Well, bro. seeing that you have you ever experienced like booing or anything? Yeah, 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 definitely. You know, um, I try not to listen to it. You know, I try to tune all that out. But you know, I hear that. You know, it just makes me want to. Uh, apply a little bit more pressure, or you know. whenever you hear people cheering for you, is it the same thing? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. It, it works both ways, but you so know, it does. I, so even, even it does match with you mentally, you know. Okay. Even with you zoned in, you still hear the crowd. You still hear all that going. Like even when you try to zone it out, trying to focus on on your opponent, you still you still hear it. It's yep. still bothers. Yeah, yeah, it's still it's still there, you know. But I'm just trying not to focus on it. But there, I do catch little things here and there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Let me shout y'all motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me knock this motherfucker out. Yeah. Yep. And then point out where's he at? I'm gonna show you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Who was cheering for this motherfucker? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I mean, 
Atlanta has a chance to knock out Knicks in Madison Square Garden tonight. Um, it's going to happen. And What's it could. Yeah, yeah. I, I really, really, really think what? it will. Um, even though R.J. Barrett did agree, uh, guarantee that the Knicks were going to win today, which is kind of, I don't know, man. Did you see the memes going around with Spike Lee? No, I didn't see that. Whenever they were in ATL? I forgot what meme. It was somebody, like, compared to that motherfucker, and he was just, like, he was had his head down and shit. I was like, dog, why the fuck would you come to ATL knowing damn well, like, you're in a, an, an arena, like, around nothing but fucking Hawks fans. Like, come on, dog. Like, you're That's not in Spike, New York. Though. That's Spike, though. Yeah, he's, Spike. He's, yeah, true that. You know, he's loyal as fuck. Um, hey, shout out to uh, Crown Royal. Hey, if y'all want to sponsor We're still trying to get that sponsorship. Yeah. We still waiting. <laughs> nah. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> but nah, uh, let's go uh, real quick, man. Um, we'll go through it. Uh, there's already one. Or two series already done, and of course they came out of the East. No surprise, Milwaukee swept Miami. That's actually a surprise, honestly. I think we called that, right? Uh, I didn't call that sweep. Hell no. I called Milwaukee over Miami. I didn't call it in the sweep. I did, didn't did think I Miami was going to sweep. I don't think you did. We can go back and check the tapes, but I don't think we did. Um, that, but that was a complete shock to me. I didn't think Miami was going to get swept. I thought that at least they had a chance to win a game or so. Um, I still thought Bucks were going to win it, though. Uh, Brooklyn and Boston. Um... I did call it in five, I believe. Yeah, you did. I did. I did call it in five, um, just because you know, I, I still don't even think that um, if Jalen Brown was in, I don't. I still don't think they had a chance against Brooklyn. Fuck no, with Kyrie, uh, yeah. Kevin Durant, and what's the other James uh, Harden? James Harden. James yeah. Harden. Yeah. Them three together. I think the other day, like they scored combined like over a hundred points. It's like, dog. Yeah. That's, if, that's nuts. <laughs> if you spell out super team, it'll spell their name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's nuts, man. It's nuts. That's why I hate the NBA. And not only that, bro, you have, uh, I think, uh, if I'm, I might be mistaken. Um, I think I am mistaken. Where does, where's Jason Kidd? I know he's a sideline coach somewhere. He's not, he's a, he's not a head coach, but he's on, a, he's a coach. He on might some, be. He's on, he's on another team. I think he might be, I don't know, man. He might be with the, no, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is the head coach of the. Of the he's not the head coach. Steve Nash is the head coach. Of oh, the, that's right. That's right. That's right. No, then he's he's with something else. But still, man, that knowledge, even with Steve, even with Steve Nash, that knowledge on the bench, bro, that that helps Brooklyn a lot. And it sucks, man, because I mean, that's gonna that team's gonna be hard. But that's gonna be that that's gonna be a great matchup, and they're actually gonna meet up in the next round, and that's Brooklyn and and Milwaukee. Uh, that that second round's already set. They're ready to go. Now we're just waiting for Philly and Washington and New York and Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta and Philly own 3-1 series lead, and they're both currently leading in game five right now. So you might see an Atlanta-Philly second-round matchup. Going into the West, you have uh, number one, Utah, number eight, Memphis. Of course, Utah has a 3-1 lead over Memphis. No surprise there. They actually play tonight at 8.30, so they're the tip-off's about seven minutes away. So Jason Kidd is the coach. Or whatever silent coach with <laughs> the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. I knew he was somewhere. I knew he. I knew he was somewhere because they were talking about how he wanted to be a coach again, which I think he deserves it. Great mind, but I mean, you know, we'll we'll see what's going to happen. On. Yeah, yeah. Um, Clippers and Dallas, of course, the four or five matchup. Oh, it's it's heartbreaking, man. Of course, I'm wearing my, you know, my Mavericks fitted. I'm still going to root for him. I still pick Clippers and six, man, uh, being a realist. I don't think Dallas has enough. 
But being a diehard Mavericks fan, I'm still going to root for my team. I just see realistically that Mavericks just can't match up mentally. The mental toughness of the game that Clippers bring. And, of course, PG, man. I mean, I'm going to tell them, man. PG-13 is It ain't up. no more pandemic, P. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't, man. It's not. It really isn't. He's coming with it. He's showing right now that, you know, that with when 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 Ka- when Kawhi's off the when he's off the court, man, they are he he's taking he's taking the reins, man, and it, and it shows so much and it's hard. It's it's hard to have two superstars like that. I guess you would even consider PG-13 a superstar, but he was at one point. I still think, you know, if he plays the way he is, he's definitely still a superstar. Um, he's still tough. He's still tough to kind of uh, you know block, uh, especially going you know going toward the the bin, uh, the, the hoop yeah. and the paint. Um, but that they're just too much, man. I think it's going to be tough for them to kind of overcome that uh, mentally, as far as the Mavericks are concerned. Uh, Doncic being banged up, nobody else kind of stepping up. Um, damn, they, damn, didn't I say the Mavericks were going to lose four straight? That's all right. Um, yeah, you uh, you did, but you know who knows. Like I said, it's not like <laughs> it's not like it's not like it's not like the Mavericks. It's not like the Mavericks are are not getting their shots. They are getting their shots. They're just not hitting them, and that's what I told that we had that conversation before. You know, if the Mavericks weren't getting shots and they were getting completely shut down, then yeah, I would see it. They're losing four straight, but they're not. They're still getting open shots. They're just not hitting them. They're not hitting them. They shot like thirty percent as a team in this game four, and that hurt them. And, um, you know, all it does is takes is, you know, to knock down a couple of shots just in the clutch, and they're right back in it. And, though, I think this 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 series is where the momentum can swing either way, but it's going to be tough to overcome the injury that Doncic has because that's the hardest soul of that Mavericks team. Without him, they have yep. no chance. You did say he's playing, though, tonight. Yeah, right? he is yeah, playing. So yes, yes, playing. currently. Yeah, he is going to be playing tonight. Um. How well is he going to play? Exactly. With it, that injury, yeah, that kind of injury. You know. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, the head it's coach, the Rick Carlisle. Injury, yeah. yeah, Rick Carlisle already said that he can't kind of, he can't, you know, motion to his left. He can't turn his head to the left. And, you know, as being a point guard, one of the top five point guards in the game, um, it's hard because he he, deli- he relies on on that peripheral vision to play the, the, the position that he plays so well. Um, but that's he needs be, to get his fucking free throws up. Too. Yeah, he definitely does. That that uh, that definitely hurts him. Um uh, going into the next series, man, uh, Denver and Portland. Denver number three, Portland number six. Of course, we kind of touched on it already. Dame Dollar kind of did whatever he could to try I to think, help. I think the series is over. I, I, I truly think so, too. Um, it's tough, man. I, I called Portland seven, um, which it still could. You know, It definitely still could, but I think with Dame's performance last night, I think it's going to take a lot. I mean, he he might come back and score sixty this next game. Who knows? But it can't it can't be just him. Yeah, exactly, and that's the thing. It's, you know, it's, I feel like, like especially last night's game. You know, just yeah. him. Yeah, I mean, he did he did his part. You know, yeah. just like just like Doncic. You know, um, you know he did his part. And where's the rest of the team at? Where, where's that support that he needs in this pivotal series and these in these playoffs? You need that. You need that help. You know, a couple of years ago, it was all about your bench depth. That's what was going to win you the championship. Of course, Spurs fans know that that's what it takes. You know, that bench. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A weak ass Spurs. I can't stand the Spurs, bro. I can't stand the Spurs, bro. Five, five, five. That's all they got to say, bro. Hey, well, whenever I used to say that we had, 
Whenever I said that we used to have more rings, you were like, y'all ain't won one in the... In, what'd you say? Oh, don't matter what I said. No, nah, you used to say that shit, and then we came and fucking won one. Nah, they could never win back-to-back, and I think they went like... We won back-to-back. Nah. Yeah, we did. Mm-mm. Spurs never went back-to-back, yo. Look it up. Uh-oh. Look it up. Go they ahead and keep talking because I'm going to prove your ass right They never went back-to-back. They never went back-to-back, I'm going to tell you. Um, but, yeah, Denver-Portland, man, uh, that's a, it's going to be a tough series. It's going to be close. Dame definitely needs help. I think that's what my X Factor was against Portland, or for Portland against Denver, was they need help for Dame Dollar. And uh, it's, 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 it's speaking truth right now. Um, Dame can't do it by himself. Um, <laughs> the one I want to talk about the most and I think I'm, I'm glad no, it's the last we one. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't. Of course y'all didn't. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know y'all did. Did y'all though? <laughs> <laughs> How can we back to back? We only want one. I was just asking. Yeah. Uh huh. But hey, Dirk got one. That's all I give a shit about. I'm happy with him. They should have won in 06, but that's a whole nother conversation. They cheated him out. Refs again. All right, we done talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But man, the the one series that we're gonna pretty much end this this episode on is gonna be number number two Phoenix and number seven Los Angeles Lakers. Fucking all the Lakers fans uh, talking about Lakers in five, Lakers in five. I even had Tony tell me that oh the Suns aren't gonna win no more. Suns. Nah, bro, Suns. I I told you. No, he told me that whenever Lakers went up two one, he was like the Suns ain't gonna win no more. I'm like, oh okay. <laughs> Look at that three two, bro. The Phoenix Suns, I, like I said, I'm rooting for my Mavericks, but I'm with the if the Mavericks get eliminated, if they get eliminated, when <laughs> we ain't got time. About it. <laughs> Phoenix Suns, um, I think are going to be the hardest team to beat. They're hungry, especially if Chris Paul. I mean, not even not even with without Chris Paul, his knowledge off that bench um, will help him. But when he's on the court, man, it's it's crazy. His court vision is absolutely phenomenal. He helps the whole team out. Uh, that team will be very, very tough to beat. Uh, with AD out, he's going to be out. He's actually out game five. Um, he's not going to be able to game. I was going to say, no, he yeah. just played game No, no, five yeah, the game five. Yeah, yeah, he just played game five. He was out game five. They blew him out. 30 and points. 30 points, 40 points, 50 points. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, man, the the topic, you know, what? and it's, it's just a shame. Because it overshadowed the 30-point win that the Phoenix did, you know, hand the Lakers. But it was the five minutes left in the game that... It was uh, like almost six minutes. Oh, the six, Almost six minutes, whenever, man. Five uh, is Red, change. Whenever Red, a.k.a. LeBron, went crying to the LaFraud. car. Whenever he went crying to the car, he going to cry in the car. You know, and like I said, I don't think... <laughs> yeah, I, I saw more of that than yeah. you know, what the ending game. That, yeah, you know what I mean? That's just straight up... And that's sad, man. That that sucks because you know he gave up on his team. Like if if I was if I was a part of that organization or anything, like I literally would go to LeBron and be like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Like, dog, you literally showed that you don't give a fuck about this team by doing shit like that. Like, and then him spacing himself away from the team, it's like, dog, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, at that point, you could have been talking with your teammates, like, yo, this is what we need to do this game. Instead of trying to fucking put it all on you and AD, like, yo, you need to fucking get your other players involved in this other shit. Like, you got all these other players that could actually be playmakers, but they're not doing shit because they're probably like, yo, you know what, fuck this motherfucker. 
I, I agree. Yep, I mean, I totally agree. Yeah, no. I, yeah. I mean, what what LeBron? I mean, I get it. LeBron and AD are the Lakers, but they're nothing without their supporting cast, and you see it across the league. When the star's not performing or anything like that, the rest of the team has to step up. And LeBron being the leader of the Lakers, he has to be that one that's the the the, the one that talks, the, the the voice in the locker room that has to kind of rally the troops and help, you know, when 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 the next man's down. He has to be that one that kind of helps that team up. And he didn't. And him I mean, like again, I don't remember, but I think this isn't this isn't the first time he walked out on the team. I think the last time, you know, they they lost and they all left. They didn't do no handshakes or any of that thing like that. I got to do my research again, but I really truly believe that this is not the first time that LeBron James walked off the court with time left on the clock. And that's a, that's a shame, man. And you know, all these people, all these LeBron fans or even if you're not a LeBron fan but you still think he's the greatest of all time, what does that show you, man? Jordan never did that shit. Mm-mm. Jordan never did. Kobe never did that shit. All these guys, man, that that were great, great, you know, the greatest of all time players in the game, they never did any kind of shit like that where they kind of abandoned their team in the time of need. What what does that say to the Lakers fans? What does that say to the city of Los Angeles? You know, what does that say to the team? Um, I mean, I guess. You know I what? Mean, but, what's crazy is. I got told that, damn, you got LeBron's uh, name in your mouth last night and this night. And I fucking, <laughs> I was looking for a, a GIF on Facebook and I said, here, this is for you. And it was a virtual pad. Huh. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> like, yo, if you're going to talk shit to me, be sure you come with your fucking arsenal loaded because <laughs> I'm going to come for you, dog. I don't give a fuck who you are. Yeah, man. I mean,. <laughs> I mean, I, I I can't wait till Game Six. I, I want to see if I hope if, they go out. Game Phoenix six. can because I think it's uh, in LA. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, so it's going to be in LA. So I hope Phoenix can kind of knock it out. I don't know the status of AD. I think that he needs groin, to sit out Game Six. Honestly, I think that groin is going to sit him out for a while. I mean, think about it, man. You need that groin to be mobile. I mean, yep. you need it. He needs it to run up and down the court. Um, without with, with that groin injury, man, and I think it's a reaggravated. An injury yeah. before, so that's tough, man. Yeah. That, that's going to be tough to come back from. So, I think that's going to be something to watch going forward. Um, to be honest, I mean, I'm not a mind reader. I'm not. I'm not. You know, anything like that. And I'm definitely not a fucking sports guru. But I'm gonna tell you, man. I think. I think Lakers are done. <laughs> I think they're done. I think. I think. <laughs> I think Phoenix, man. I think they they ended. Um, I think they ended in L. A. And I think you're going to see um, a lot of questions come from what LeBron does. Now, of course, I think LeBron's going to kind of hold his own. He's going to kind of, you know, level it out a little bit, in the, especially in the first half. They're going to come out firing on all cylinders. He's going to kind of do it. But in the end, I think that Lakers team is going to fall because they just don't have enough to, to kind of match Phoenix and what they have to offer. So, yeah, man, I think Phoenix is going to end it in six. What you I thought? think so. Yeah. I think yeah. so too. I hope so. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say. I think it's more of hope. I think everybody's shooting for a hope. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, man. that that does say a lot. You know, going back to the LeBron thing, because you know, I mean, he's kind of one of the face of of the Lakers. You know, he's he the should face be, of he NBA. Should, yeah, yeah, exactly. So he should be first one on the court, last one off the court. Exactly. Yeah. And doing something like that, you know. I don't yeah. know. And it's tough, like I said, man. And 
you know, of course, uh, all the LeBron fans are going to kind of be, and of course, I hate to say, I hate to call them LeBron fans, but it's it's what it is now. Yep. And everybody in the whole world kind of knows, you know, what it is. I actually like LeBron. I mean, you know, I actually, I mean, personally, I don't know him, but outside of the NBA, what he does in the NBA, I mean, when he acts and things, I mean, I don't, I don't see nothing wrong with him. I actually kind of like him. Um, but what he does in the NBA, I mean, he's looking like Manu Ginobili in there, fucking flopping up and down like a fucking fish out of water. <laughs> Ginobili you know? never flopped like Boy, that. Boy, he, he still flopped, flopped like that. He, he never, never flopped, flopped like he that. He never flopped like that. But he did flop. But he never flopped like that. And you're not saying, as a San Antonio Spurs fan, he's not saying Manu Ginobili did flop. He did flop, but he never Thank flopped you. like LeBron. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now, Manu, I oh. all respect to Manu. Manu's a fucking beast. Uh, I, and of course, I, I know it firsthand from all the Maverick Spurs series, but um, or in just watching basketball in general, um, but LeBron fans, man, they're gonna always find that that well, LeBron excuse. did this, yeah, that excuse or whatever. They're gonna try to justify it, absolutely, you know what I mean? and that's what it is, absolutely, so, yeah. man. And I, that's what I think uh, I hate about you know LeBron fans, you know, quote unquote. Um, but you know, before we before we end this episode, man, I want to kind of give you just an update real quick on the the games that are in progress. Of course, Memphis and Utah don't start till eight thirty, seven after tip off hasn't happened yet. Uh, Mavericks and Clippers, of course, they play at nine, so that's going to be something I'm about to watch here in a minute. Um, Three thirty left in the fourth. You got Philly up one twenty two one hundred five over Washington. Of course, again, 76ers are up three one. And the Atlanta Hawks are up 74-64 on the Knicks. They hold a 3-1 series lead with about 11.50 left in the fourth. So, of course, by the time you hear us, this is all going to be played out. And the the next time we record, we're going to be well into the second round. So, man, appreciate y'all listening, tuning in. Yes, um, sir. Thank appreciate you to our ben special guest. Out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, real quick, man, go ahead and um, you know, put out all your uh, put out all your handles and where they can reach you at and all that good stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, I want to give a big thanks to uh, Ramblin' Mont for having me on, you know. Yes, sir. I really appreciate that. And going to it, Instagram at Bup Del Rey, Facebook, Benjamin Bup Gurman. Reach me. Yes, sir. Thank well, you. Thank you. We'll be putting you. out as well. Um, my bad. Uh, we'll be putting out fight news hopefully soon. So y'all, you know, y'all stay tuned. Yeah, yeah. we'll we'll post that as well. Um, like I said, Ben always has my support. I'll post them on my uh, all rounds boxing yep. page and everything. You got um, my support now too, man. Oh so, yeah, hey, appreciate that. Appreciate you know? that, <laughs> yeah. man. Absolutely. Like I said, I'm not really into fight. I mean, old school fighting. Uh, I can sit here and talk <laughs> with you, man. You know, but. New school stuff, man. I'm not really, I'm not really too hip into it. Not, not saying that I don't like it. Just, I'm. There's so much shit going on. Um, but yeah, it's definitely changed. But you yeah. know, FHG boxing gonna change your mind on that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Man. I mean, like I said, I still love fighting. I still love it. And I'm definitely gonna watch you, and I'm still, I'm definitely gonna, you know, catch everything that you oh, yeah, put yeah. out. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, man. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, Brian, you got anything to go before we kind of end this episode? You know, if anything, me and you could go to Ben's next fight. That's Hopefully, if I'm in town, yeah. From what he told me, um, but if not, we News can catch coming it, soon. But we can catch oh, yeah. his next Stay fight tuned. if it's here in Texas or whatever. We got to support him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Support the local, um, up and coming. Yeah, absolutely, man. And man, any anytime you know you see us post anything or anything like that, man. You know, give us a shout, give us a holler, 
you know, tune in. Interact with us. Yeah, and absolutely, man. Interact with us. Of course, man, this is a process. It's going to, you know, it's going to drag out. It's going to keep going. But, man, they, if you like it, if you enjoy it, if you enjoy this podcast, I hear other people try to do podcasts and it's not really great. It doesn't really sound very, you know, professional. We try our best, man. We try to get it. And, of course, we're going to get better as we, we go. We're going to get there. We're going <laughs> to, yeah, we're nope. going to get there. Oh, we're yeah. going to get better as we go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, you know, shout out to your friends, you know. You know, keep you share know. this shit on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pornhub, fucking <laughs> everything, bro. Everything, got every there. fucking TikTok. thing. They in the middle of the stroke, be like, "Yeah, hey, yo, tune in to Rambling Mob." <laughs> yeah, bro. If somebody asks for the porn star name, go ahead and just drop random at Rambling Mob. Mob. Yeah, no G, for sure. no G, because no we slang down here in the south. Hey, appreciate y'all. Appreciate Ben for coming in. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Thank hey, y'all for we having out. me. Like I said, yep. Thanks for mobbing uh, with us. Thank Next you. Next time.